If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. Midi clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. 60 minutes, that's half the time it takes to watch a decent movie. And let's be honest, ladies, it's about a third of the time it takes to get a professional color cut and blow dry. At Bank of Ireland, we're all about your financial well-being. And 60 minutes is all it takes to start your pension and make your retirement lifestyle achievable. It's time to invest in you. Book a phone or virtual meeting today at bankofireland.com forward slash pensions. Bank of Ireland. Begin. Bank of Ireland is a tied agent of New Ireland Assurance Company, PLC, trading as Bank of Ireland Life for life assurance and pensions business. Members of Bank of Ireland Group. Bank of Ireland Trading as Bank of Ireland Insurance and Investments is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Imagine a career where you could travel the world promoting the very best in Irish food and drinks brands. Imagine combining that with a free, fully funded master's degree and a generous tax-free bursary. Board Bia Talent Academy is offering you an opportunity that could change the course of your career. In partnership with UCD Michael Smurfit Graduate Business School, we're now enrolling for the Marketing Fellowship. Applications close by November 27th. For details, contact boardbia.ie slash fellowship. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the truth. 
Seeker Podcast, man. I'm your host, Truth Seeker. Excited, delighted to be with you guys again for another amazing episode, man. Shout out to everybody who's hanging out with us in the live stream, everybody listening to the podcast live on Facebook, Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, all those cool places, wherever you are, man. Shout out to you guys in the chat. If you have any questions or comments, man, feel free to uh, post them there, and I'll try to translate them over to the guest. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's an interactive live stream. Good stuff. Shout out to everybody who is supporting the work via Patreon. This is a listener-funded, listener-supported show. doesn't exist without your help. So, again, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for all the support. Um, let's see. Within the last week or so, we got a couple new people. Uh, shout out to Barbie Inn and Mary A. Odell. Uh, thank you guys for coming on, believing in the work, and supporting. And shout out to everybody who's been supporting since day one. Some of you people who've been here for a very long time who uh, really resonate with the work and see the fruit in it. Um, if you'd like to support, go to patreon.com backslash truthseeker. There you get access to my entire discography of music, our Thursday night school of the mystics, our private Discord server, all that kind of stuff. Let's see what else you get access to. Uh, guided meditations and things that we have available. All of that, go there, check it out. I've definitely made it worth your while. Patreon.com backslash Truthseeker. Also, if you guys have not had a chance to get my book yet, it is available, Spirit Realm, Angels, Demons, Spirits, in the Sovereignty of God. I'm reading here in the chat before we went live. Benjamin, my brother Benjamin, said that he uh, just got his copy yesterday, and uh, everybody wants to know if it's available in different places. Someone says, is it available in the Netherlands? Yes, it is. I think Amazon should ship there so uh make sure you guys go check it out you can get it on amazon just go to truthseeker.com if you can't get it there it's on walmart uh anywhere books are sold just go check it out get you a copy there uh all right without further ado i'm gonna go ahead and bring in today's guest my guest today is terry christian terry welcome to the podcast brother how are you i'm doing well thanks for having me and i invite you into my home here in the grill jamaica Awesome, man. So uh, let's talk about Jamaica really quick. You just mentioned it to, to me why you're in Jamaica, and that's a good place to start. Okay, well, it is uh, an island in and of itself. The tourists are all gone uh, with this virus. So now the, the island is technically closed down from 6 p.m. at night to 6 a.m., their curfew. You, you must wear a mask in, in public places at all times uh, on the street is optional and most of them still have the mask but it's a very uh, stress point for them because with the tourists gone there is no money coming in so it has no trickle down effect uh, the people at the beach aren't making money so the people in the hair styling world aren't making money the people with the small stores aren't making money who cater to the Jamaicans because they're not making money from the tourists. Uh, I've been coming here for 10 years, so I've never, ever, ever seen it where you could ride from my home into town about seven miles and not see one tourist. And so it's having a ripple effect on them. And I'm trying to remind them I'm what you call a Jamaican down here. I've been here 15 times the last 10 years, but the last two years I've spent 80% of my time here in the same home. And now when I came in 2020, I came to stay in a retirement visa here because I know so many people and the virus stepped in and shut things down. So I get to see it with them from a different point of view. Uh, but they still 
our island of the best food, the best grounds, the best, the best sunrises, best sunsets, best music, best people, but they're stressed. So no matter where we are, no matter what country we're in, it doesn't matter what country we're in. What matters is how we live in that country that we're in. And that's individual. That's personal. So no matter what happens in the virus, we're all still uh, uh, taking it on personally. We're either collectively worried or we're individually peaceful knowing what we're doing with our own life. So, Yeah, I saw an article um, this morning on Facebook. There was a uh, tattoo parlor that opened back up. Um, in North Carolina, they wasn't supposed to open yet, and uh, the uh, government came in and uh, arrested the, uh, the the owner. And um, right, it's like, well, if you wait long enough, they'll probably open up a, a tattoo shop at at the local Walmart. Walmart will have like once the mom and pop places drown out, the big corporations right. will come in and and give you everything you need un- under one helm. Which just seems like a lot. Well, of we are going to see. Struggling. Yeah, we are going to see a transformation in our society. It's already in place, and yeah. it has all the suspicions and all the conspiracies and all the drama all wrapped up into it. And with the inter- the internet and the free thinking of the foolish, as much as the free thinking of the wise, if you don't isolate and focus on what you're doing in your life, you'll be totally bounced around like a small boat in a big sea by everyone else reactions and opinions so no matter where we are we have to find ourselves right now right now because that's all that's going to matter it's a troubling time yeah uh and there's a lot lot being uncovered and i know this isn't the the topic of the uh of of the day but uh of the show but uh you mentioned ancient aliens you know and and how you you love that show and you check you have some of my podcasts and stuff like that the government just released that uh that that footage of those ufos um you know that they that they declassified that's interesting news right now and the funny thing is it's like i've been seeing memes as well it's like the government just admitted ufos real and nobody even bats an eye now or we think it's going to be something crazy but nobody even bats an eye about it isn't it amazing that nobody responds i mean this would normally be huge that it would come out on CNN and <laughs> there's no response. There's such a great assumption that it's already there. And anyone who plugs into ancient aliens, I mean, I just love the, I love the comparison they give us to think about. They're not forming any opinions. They're saying, what do you think? Well, you know, if you just start freely thinking with some discipline, you know, you're going to see an exciting moment right now. But the but the virus is still the last story is, is you know still out on that one, but here we are now we're on the internet now so here we are talking as, as our lifeblood. Yep, friend of mine freaked out last night. He I was doing another podcast and he was texting me and trying to call me and everything. He was outside. We're down here in Alabama. He looks up in the sky and he sees like fifteen lights back to back, almost touching, going across the sky. He's like. What is it? He's so he knows to call me, <laughs> you know, freaking out. And um, if, I guess he Googled it and he didn't know about what is it, Skylink or, or whatever that Elon right, Musk is, right. is doing. Is, so yeah. he's able to see that and it freaked him out. These crazy lights in the sky. But yeah, we're living in exciting times for sure. It's a it's an amazing time to be alive. That absolutely. There's there's more fascination than anxiety. 
Yeah, and if you're absolutely. carrying anxiety and drama and worry, then you're afraid of dying and you're not excited to live. And therefore, your entire spirituality is, 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 is off center, right? And if you're religiously dr- dramatized and affected and worried and afraid, well, then you don't know God at all. I mean, it, you know, I'm sitting here saying, where's the popcorn? Come get some and let's see what's <laughs> going on. I mean, it's difficult. Don't get me yeah. wrong. The virus has dried up any kind of uh, donational support I've received. But, you know, I understand the struggle. But when you're in a place where you can relate to other people's struggles more than yours, then you become stronger in your own struggle. And so it's only when we think our struggle is so isolated, like God is penalizing us, which is the real ignorant. They're not understanding that when it's an equal territory for everybody, God's getting our attention. The only question is what kind of attention are we giving him? Yeah. I think that's yeah. a great, a great segue into your book. Um, you know, in the, especially in these times right now, I've kind of made it my, my point to, to get into the scriptures a lot for myself lately versus listening to the endless conspiracy theories and stuff like that, knowing that this stuff is fighting for my attention. They're fighting for my clicks and my, you know, ad revenue and those kind of things. And so for me going into where we are now, it's like, okay, you got to get into the word and don't entertain the conspiracy stuff because I've been there before. And I think I've been doing a really good job at fighting that stuff and fighting for my peace. And that's one of the things that you talk about, uh, highlighting some of the, the things that Jesus spoke of in the scriptures that that your book is about that if we listen to what he was talking about and we do them that we'll have peace in our lives and that's huge right now so just do a uh, a a quick introduction to your book and we'll we'll start talking about some of the things that jesus spoke about thank you okay thank you very much for that well i'm told that this book of mine is a -a one-of-a-kind book because there are no opinions and no comments from me within the pages of the book. It's called, What Did Jesus Say? The Seven Messages from the Master contains over 500 scriptures spoken only by Jesus to those who loved and followed him. There's no religious arguments during his time in here. There's no what I call religious nonsense. This is just purely what Jesus was was saying. I mean, if you listen to the Sermon on the Mount, if you just go to Matthew and listen to the Sermon on the Mount, you're going to be so restored, refreshed, and clean because what Jesus says to all of us is eternal and lasts forever. Now, you can flip back into some of the epistles and get involved in the religious drama that was going on at their time, or you can stay where Jesus was talking. Now, if Jesus says to me, I've come from heaven, I speak for God, I think we should hear what he has to say, okay? Now, imagine this. There's so many people that are in prayer, and their prayers are in desperation. But Jesus said, whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them, that your Father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. If you do not forgive, your Father won't forgive you. Well, that means stop the praying for your issues. And if you've got somebody to forgive, go work it out with them before you come to me, or at least forgive them before you come to me. Now, that's a key integral thing to know if you're into prayer. So I I was guided to do this book. I composed it as if you were down at the beach with a group of believers waiting on Jesus to appear and talk with you. What would he say? And then I proceeded. You're walking down the beach with Jesus all day long, and he gives us seven messages. And the first one's called the Christ. 
So we learn right away he came directly from heaven. He's here to speak for God. This is what he says in the Gospel of John very clearly, and that he invites us to come to him and have his peace and learn from him. Now, that's number one. Number two, the father and son. He says, I do what my father tells me to do. My father tells me what to say, and I say it. He introduces us to God as his father. So that overrides a lot of religious opinions that Jesus was God himself. I mean, we either take Jesus at his word or we make up our own words about Jesus. Okay, okay? And that's where we have called religious divisions, and I don't buy into that. And the, and the next uh, message is called the word. So now we, we understand the true word of God in our relationship of the New Testament is not a religious opinion. It's a matter of fact. So if Jesus said he came from heaven, he speaks for God, and here's the word, listen to his word and watch your words, he's teaching us how to think and how to speak by the vocabulary we use. And he ought to, because we're, if we're born again and renewed, we want to learn our spiritual vocabulary is a lot more loving and forgiving than our earthly vocabulary, if you understand the meaning of that. And then I go into message four, which is called, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And then that has over 40 subjects that Jesus spoke to us about, which I'm about to go in with you right now. So if we're a Christian and we're believing in Jesus, the only thing I see is either you believe what he said is for all of us or what he said is only for the Jews. And what Paul says is for all the Gentiles. Now that is called the first division of opinion right there. So now I got to stick with Jesus because at the end, if I got to deal with one person, it's not going to be Paul and all the rest <laughs> of them. It's going to be Jesus. And uh, if he, you know, as long as I get there and, and he says, I'm going to say, I did what you said. Now, if he yeah. says to me, well, you, you do should have done said. what, <laughs> yeah, if he says to me, well, that's, you should have done what Paul said, I'm going to say, well, that's a lousy bridge you built between that's you and not Paul. True Christianity. I didn't, I didn't see any of it. Pauline Christianity, it. exalting Paul's right. words over Jesus, and a majority of Christendom does that. Oh, yes, and so, but that's, it was formed that way and taught that way, manipulated that way, brainwashed that way, and then you're now a heathen and an outspoken person if you don't speak that way. And I don't speak that way so you can understand where I fit in. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, I'm here to help break the walls down between the denominations that men built uh, for their own gratification and power. Now, let's just go through a couple. Jesus said that we will know each other by the love that we hold for each other and the commandments we keep that he taught us. Well, if we love God with all our heart, soul, and mind, and we love our neighbor as ourselves, there's not much room in there for lying, cheating, and stealing, and whoring around. There's just no room, wiggle room in it for that. It makes it more loving and caring and true and maybe holy and in, 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 in purpose so that we can at least gravitate to the love and the light and the truth no matter what. So he says, we'll know that. And then he goes into the next part, love your enemies. Can you imagine what that would be like for Christianity to stop its attacking to one another? Yeah, They'll give you more compassion if you, if they think you're lost so they can recruit you into their, their man, come on, religious man. opinion. Then they will to actually fellowship with you. If your opinion differs from them, 100. Okay, so if the Roman Catholic Church started and they killed everybody or excommunicated whoever disagreed with them, I mean, that's called conversion by sword. That's nothing new. That's researchable. If the Protestants broke away and they started redividing or redividing or redividing and you got the Baptists jumping on the... Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. 
Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Pentecostals and Pentecostals jumping on the Baptist, those two fundamental groups, well, what about the other 30,000? So I failed to see the success of the New Testament in the churches based on its formula of the whole New Testament, which was voted together. So when they say Paul wrote two-thirds of the Testament, that's not true. He got more books voted in there. There you go. Nobody wrote it. It was voted in. So I want to know what Jesus said. He said, love your enemies. Okay, so when Jesus said here, it says, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. He's Now he's speaking to the Jews, but he comes back and says, but I say to you. Now, the very moment that Jesus says in the letters read, but I say to you, it changes the field right there, changes everything. You've heard it was said, but I say to you. Uh, you now you can do this, but in the beginning it wasn't so. So now I want to go to the beginning where it wasn't so, so that uh, the further you get away from the man-made opinions, the closer you get to what Jesus actually said. Another one on prayer, he said, "Don't be like the hypocrites and go out on Facebook and tell everybody all your desperations." I mean, Facebook wasn't it, but it's like the streets, right? Don't go out in the streets and 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 do vain repetitions in your prayers. God already knows your need. Go on into the closet of your mind and work it out with God, because God wants us to work it out with Him before He works it out for us. I mean, I think God is the ultimate networker. Each of us are saying our prayers based on what we believe, and then God connects us together to help each other resolve and solve their prayers. So now we just went through part of the first four messages, but there are so many things that Jesus spoke about, love, light, truth, forgiveness, uh, believing. If you say a prayer, believe it. Well, I think a lot of prayers are just said. 
but not believing because they don't follow up to see how it worked. So the yep. book is filled with just what Jesus said. No opinions from me along the way. And at the bottom of each page is where the scripture came out of the four gospels. Okay. Now, while we're here online, I'll, I'll give you, your audience, the free code. They can go to the book site if they would like, and they can download the free ebook package. That's a choice of an EPUB or Kindle and the audio book for a uh, uh, iPhone and for an Android, either one. So uh, the free code to that is WWTM, stands for Walk With The Master. And if they go to my book site, they'll be able to get it. And you're, uh, you're stepping into a challenge trying to give away, what is it, a million copies is, is, is your goal? Yeah, well, you know, the Spirit says, uh, give it away to a million people. And I said, well, that's an interesting number. I mean, we got hundreds of millions of people at home around the world. And so my book was scheduled to come out online in March, and, and I was working on my group of uh, sponsors, and then the virus starts shutting everything down. And then it really made some of my sponsors nervous. Like, who, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's gonna, well, what's going to happen is already in some form of destiny. The only question is, how are you going to respond to what's happening? <laughs> yeah. Are you going to react? Are you going to respond? So next thing you know, I'm a marketing person, and my spirit wouldn't let me be depressed that there was a billion people at home on the Internet, maybe, or you know, half a billion. Maybe this is God's way of causing us to come home and clean up our own home. So there are three things that we can all do around the world during this virus, three things. So I'm putting that out because I think three things are important. Number one, we can examine ourselves. You know how many people don't like now that they're at home all the time? They really don't like each other. Husbands and wives better work this out. If their kids are anxiety and upside down, they better work out that relationship at the dinner table with their children. They better work out their marriage in that bedroom because now we all know they don't really get along all this time. If they can't handle the adversity and adversity before they got married, when they're together and they had all this love and happiness and joy. You see what I'm saying by that? So we got to examine ourselves. Next thing we got to do, if you're, I, I talk to people that are hungry, they have no money. When I'm hungry and I don't have any money, fasting is the most intelligent thing to do. And so it, it breaks your heart down. It gets you closer to God. He knows you don't have any money. He knows you don't have any food. When I was 46 years old, I was called out by the Spirit to fast one day per year of my life. I went 46 days without eating any food. I had juices and water, so I know we can go a long time depending on our body weight. But God will usually come to our rescue within three to seven days. So if you're destitute and desperate, then put the fast to test with prayer. What we can't do is be worried and stressful and afraid. It breaks down our immune system, breaks down our spiritual belief system. Next thing you know, we're trusting God and worrying too. And you can't worry and trust God. It's a mental contradiction, creates yep. a double-minded situation. You're walking contradiction, right? Can't do that. So to me, when if you really want to enjoy your spiritual growth, and there are a lot of exotic journeys, I'm all for that, as long as you have a foundational base. So when I found out what Jesus said mattered to those who loved and followed him, 
it was different than the religious arguments of his time. So my piece is entirely with what Jesus said. And I met him at 23. I was a stutterer, dropped out of school, left a violently dysfunctional home, was in a near-death experience in Santa Monica, California. In a dream, I met the Lord and I saw that. And he said, do you want to stay here or go back? And I said, what would I do if I went back? And boom, I see an audience. I'm in front of huge people telling them what Jesus said. I'm only 23 at this time. I haven't read any books unless they had girl magazines in it. That's how my dad raised me. <clears throat> so at 22 I, or three, I started reading and I ended up reading 500 books on motivation, become a motivational speaker, traveled America and Canada, uh, did 2,500 speeches and was called away 20 years ago to do the book now. Then came 10 years in the book of Job. I'll tell you, if you ever really think you're burdened, go read the book of Job. <clears throat> Do you know God didn't cause this virus, but he might allowed it to happen because if there is a Satan, he's up there mocking God on how pitiful and lukewarm this, these Christians are. So he's finding so out really quick. Man. <laughs> yeah, he's finding so out really quick how many people really yeah. believe, right? <clears throat> and they're falling apart on the yeah. most part. Okay, yeah. they're just literally falling apart. And they're attacking each other with more religious opinions. It's a mockery. It's an embarrassment. And now I know why Jesus said many are called, but few are chosen. And I just think there's going to be a rude awakening when Jesus said to so many, I don't really know you. You know, how you live your life is not what I talked about. So I think the religious community is sincerely wrong, has been wrong. And whatever spirit they're following in those meetings, I don't think the word holy applies to it. Because when you're done being psyched up and all passionate with the music and all that, then you go back in your home and live the kind of life you're embarrassed by. I don't think that's it. So yeah, that's the gist a, of it all. <laughs> yeah, there's a dichotomy there for sure. Um, so did you, was you ever in that group though? Was you ever part of that crowd? Did never. you ever get into the... <clears throat> no, for some reason I was never... I felt never felt comfortable. I mean, I, I, I've been to churches and I followed the televangelist. I was interviewed by Richard Roberts, Oral Roberts' son. I was on Oral Roberts University. I saw that and I saw the facade and the nonsense. Yeah. I liked I like to, to watch Jimmy Swag because he, he seemed to have the trifecta working for him. Okay. Yeah. And then, of course, the more I got into group dynamics, the more I realized how we move group dynamics. Okay. Yeah. And the power of hypnotic music and chant. And I mean, I under, once I understood all that. Yeah. And then, of course, when I when when the whole Christianity started breaking apart with Jimmy Swaggart and PTL and Jerry Falwell and and all this infrastructure started to reveal its corruption. Right. Then you were able to see through to them as you can now see the prosperity preachers and their, you know, multi hundred million dollar lives that they carry. And one of the greatest fleecers of televangelists is from Africa. So, I mean, we're talking about people that are bleeding at its own people, are whether like America, Joshua? with a top. Well, there's a few of them. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, they're fleecing Africa and America. Okay, that's all I can say is, you know, it, it, it's just a shame. Yeah. Uh, it's just a shame the way that the few get to live like kings and queens because they found some scriptural a moment where they're allowed to be double blessed. But I don't think that that the gold and all the colors and all that, I don't think that's part of the model Jesus had in mind 
when in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, when he said, uh, go and make disciples of all nations, okay, which is Gentiles way ahead of Paul. I don't think he had that in mind, you know, that we would all be driving. No, a few would be driving Rolls Royces and the others would have bicycles. I think maybe yeah. we should all have bicycles. Yeah, those are uh, some some really interesting videos of seeing that in Africa, of seeing the Rolls Royce yeah. driving down the dirt roads of Africa, yeah. you know, and yeah. people are wearing three-piece suits, and it's like, it doesn't even fit the climate, you know, it's just a, no, a it showy is, it thing, is, it's so it, weird. Yeah, but it gives them hope that they will be like that, Yeah, just like we have Paula White, T.D. Jakes, Copeland, all of them in America here, swapping out uh, $300,000, $400,000 cars as, as gifts with each other. You know, I'd like to know where's Benny Hinn and his divine healing moment. How come there's not, not you know, how, how come he's just not out in the street, you know, touching everybody and getting, I want to know where it's at. Where's the infrastructure of, of how great and glorifying God is in these people's uh, walkabouts? It's not there. Yeah, there's so a lot anything, of people asking those questions right now when it when the rubber right. hits the road. So, you know? so instead of that's it, that's it. So instead of mocking them, they're already mockable. It is best that we just return to the innocence and truth we know exists as an individual. Like you're, like you were saying, I went through the conspiracies too. I mean, I came back in the. I'm older than you, so there was a time when the ATM card came out, and for sure that was the end of the world. Do not get a pin number. Well, pretty soon you're not moving any money if you don't have a PIN number. Yeah, okay. couldn't buy, sell, or trade without it. <laughs> and got... then it goes back to when, to when they stopped pumping gas in our car. So, therefore, I've seen the conspiracy theories that never stop. Yep. So what? Uh, when I had, when I was dying of cancer, now I, I will admit I let some stress in my life. I would admit something happened that broke my concentration. I never saw it coming. Uh, I got injured uh, in 2007, and I injured my back. I was in a troubled marriage. I just got into helping her with her million-dollar property. I get injured, and all of a sudden, I fulfill her worst fears. Someone got injured on her property, and now she could be sued. What we fear <laughs> most comes upon us. Next thing you know, I'm the enemy with a three herniated disc, and I can hardly walk for 18 months. So I'm no longer 10 foot tall and bulletproof. Okay. Now it took 18 months to get the operation through the VA. And 90 days later, I was passing so much blood. They diagnosed me as the worst case of bladder cancer they ever seen. Wanted to take my bladder out of my body, attach it to the outside, which means no more swimming in the ocean, no more love tubbing, no more double showers, no more passionate moments. I said, I might as well die now. If I got three <laughs> years to live, I will live those three years. Yeah. Instead of being afraid, I'm going to die in three years. Because you can't. A friend is someone that can still help you even when they can't be there in person. Like with a friendly new Bank of Ireland third level current account. With it, you get a debit card that's biosourced and actually made from 82% corn. How cool is that? And you can also partner it up with your phone to use Apple Pay to buy things, even if you don't have your card on you. You can apply for your friendly new third-level current account in just six minutes at bankofireland.com forward slash student. Terms and conditions apply. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Ah, audio via your smart speaker. A wonderful hands-free experience. Leaving you more time to unwrap a miniature whisper. Pick up a box of Cadbury Heroes today. Stay at home and share them with your family or friends. Sometimes it's the little things that bring us together. 
fight cancer. It thrives on the stress. It'll beat you every time. It, 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 you can't fight something that thrives on your anxiety. You starve it by, by your love and peace. So that's what brought me to Negril. And when I came here for 21 days, I read everything Jesus said on prayer. And by the way, these people were, were not sitting on the couch hoping Jesus came by and knocked on their door. They were out looking yeah. for him and following yeah. him at the top of the mountain. And most of the time he said to them, your faith has made you whole. Well, that was a very powerful statement to know your faith has made you whole. Then you learn in the, in the gospel of Mark in his own hometown, there's a few people he couldn't heal. And when you find out Jesus couldn't heal somebody, now that's a slap in the face to thinking he can do it all. Yeah. No. This is what we all play now. Now you can get him upset and he can do something, but this is not what this game is about here. And so to me, that helped. And I went back and they released me cancer free. And But I had to go to the book of Job because a year after I was released cancer free, I had to have emergency throat surgery and I couldn't talk for three years. I lost my million dollar smile that I took for granted. I had to relearn how to talk. My book was going to come out and I couldn't talk. I had to go read the book of Job to find out, was I being penalized? Yeah. Do you not want me to do this book, God? Did I mess up along the way? If so, take it back. But I don't want to do what you don't want to do. In the book of Job, we find out that some were tested, that maybe what we're going through is a test and not a penalty. Now, maybe it's a penalty. So if you know what you did and it made hard to pay up your dues and get on with what's next. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're amazed because you know the life you live, this is not your penalty, then it's your test for the dreams you're holding for God's will. So I'm tested tough now. So I love it. So I have you with you from the grill, which has been my passion 10 years to restore it and get here. You're the fourth interview I had in May, April, and each interview was absolutely different than the other one. Now, you're the most exotic, but I've been in front of the guy who was uh, two days ago was a, a Christian spokesperson on the radio for 15 years. and He was so upset with organized religion because he saw behind the scenes at the radio station what nobody sees. The conspiracy of marketing drama and, and and trinkets for money. Yeah. And then the other guy was a was a uh, Pentecostal, uh, no, a a Protestant, no, you know, evangelical pastor. I have to isolate these these lanes they're in. Evangelical pastor. He just loved the book because it was pure. No opinions. If I had any opinions in the book, you see, it'd be controversy. The very moment I give you my opinion, I watered the book down. But if I don't give you an opinion, I don't give you a comment, then you're stuck with the Holy Spirit and the convictions, yours, not mine. And the, then before the one before that was with a you'll love this, a Jewish, academically Jewish Christian rabbi with a large father. Now, he's in Alabama, too. You said you're in Alabama. Yeah. He's in Birmingham. Where are you at? I'm in Mobile. Mobile. Okay. My daughter lives just outside of Birmingham. So I've been to Alabama a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Bible belt. Oh yeah. yeah. So, so this whole experience with me in the book, what did Jesus say is based on what Jesus said. So he said, we'll have his peace if we abide in his word and follow his example. So if you're a Christian and you're troubled, you're afraid and you're scared, then who are you listening to? I mean, really? 
Yeah, so, I, I, it seems like that that shows you too that uh that the message is a universal message. It's not just for one group or one one people. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You've got Jewish people. You've got, I guess I identify as a Christian mystic, but a Christian nonetheless. Right. Like, it's a, it's for everybody. Whoever will do what Jesus said, that's, it's for them. That's it. But you know, when you, I looked at your uh, stuff there, and I really love your social media. I think it's the best I have ever seen. I mean, I can't tell you when I when I got introduced to it more this morning. I like to keep my information fresh and alive and tingling. So I I was up early, like I always am. I'm always up at four in the morning. I perused your your whole structure, and uh, and when it said. Christian mystic, I said, man, this ought to be some fun here now. So you know that they just barbecue you over there in, in the other Christian groups. I'm sure you've already been uh, felt the hot pokers oh, yeah. uh, from up, the yeah. organized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it happens. But I'm, I'm, I go after I the mean, ones. You are... <laughs> I have an eclectic audience. We have a little bit of everybody, you know. So, and that's what it, it's a ministry, you know. What yeah, I'm saying? but so. Yeah, but I, that's what I love about your buffet of ministry there, because I know something that's not there, and that's over on the conservative buffet, okay? <laughs> There's very few of them over there at your room. I know that, but that's okay. Yeah, we, we have, have some. The, you know, we have some. Chinese book. Yeah. It's, been, it's been opening up a lot more now. I think th- there is a that's shift good. in religion. There is people who are, who are yeah. feeling, you know, because like in, in, you know, the religious church structure, you can't really ask hard questions, you know, and if, if it goes outside of the uh, religious belief or the denomination or even you questioning Paul, you know, some of these kind of things like you can't right. do Oh, yeah, that. for sure. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. so now we're we're in a space well, with the Internet and there's like any type of r- religious uh, philosophy out there and people are are asking the hard questions and they're searching out the answers. And so. I mean, if anything that what I do is built off of, it's just asking questions because if you you don't ask the questions, you'll never get the answers. And so God wants us to ask those hard questions, man. He ha- he has the answers. I may not have them. He has them. And I, and I do believe that it's in the scripture somewhere that if you dig hard enough, you'll yeah. find what you're looking for, man. 
Well, here's what I found. If you really look at the four Gospels, just look at them. I mean, read what Jesus said to those who followed him and loved him. Uh, avoid the arguments just for once. Read it. You will find that if we did what he said, we wouldn't have the difficulties spoken about in other parts of the Bible. Yeah. So when you do what Jesus said, with all due respect, outside of the book of Revelation and the four Gospels and the book of Acts, which tells the story with a little bit of prejudice since Luke traveled with Paul, it ends with Paul. If Mark wrote the, the book of Acts, it ended with Peter because Mark traveled with Peter. So we need to keep some things in perspective. Maybe some of these religious people should find out who is Theophilus, by the way. <laughs> That'll keep the conservative Christians researching. Uh, Luke wrote it to Theophilus. Uh, the, the group behind the Roman Catholic Church put it into the Bible. So instead of endorsing the Bible blanketly, let's find out what was the book about. But those four Gospels, most people don't know, were written after Peter and Paul died, as if God was saying, okay, now, here's the whole story. Because the epistles are just highlights. You and I are going to be done here soon. We're going to talk for an hour. We can both walk away from this meeting, and we can each write an epistle, a letter, about our experience for this one hour. They're going to be basically the same, just uniquely different. Yeah. But in 100 years, if they call it doctrine, in scripture from truth seeker, okay, and they put it in, in multicolors because it was truth. Well, that means somebody's opinion much later twisted what you and I are saying right here. Yeah, there. Uh, I was I was sitting at my computer a couple of years ago and I was gaming and uh, my window's right here and a vehicle pulled up and beeped the horn. This big vehicle. Like, Who's this? So I had to leave my game, go outside, and I didn't have a shirt on. And I have, I have a bunch of tattoos. Well, across my chest, I have uh, a scripture from the book of Sirach, which was in the Apocrypha. And it, it says, strive for the truth unto death, and the Lord shall fight for thee. I believe that's true. I believe that the Bible echoes that in other scriptures as well. But I go out there, and it was a sure. Jehovah's Witness. And uh, he wanted to, uh, <laughs> I really didn't want to talk. I was trying to hurt and get back to my game. <laughs> but um. He was looking sure. at all my tattoos and he was like scrutinizing all my tattoos. Like he called me outside of my house and he started just, what does that mean? And blah, 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 this, well, you know, the Bible says this and all that. And he said, he talked about my tattoo on my chest and he's like, I know what that is. And, the, and he said, the Lord took it out of the, the you know, the, the Bible for a reason. It was never supposed to be in there. I said, well, it was in the early King James version. The 1611 had these extra books in there. And, you know, at least I want to read, you know, what was in there. Why did they take them out? Well, the Lord took took them out because they weren't inspired. I said, okay, that's your opinion. I don't want to argue with you. But I was like, if you wrote a book about your experience with Christ and how he changed your life and, and what he did for you, would you not say that that book was not inspired by the Holy Spirit? Your encounters with Jesus and his yeah. word and what God means to you, that would be inspired, right? It's like, it's the same thing. Like, I just want to know what was in these books, but, you know, understanding that everyone has an opinion, you know what I'm saying? And understanding that the Bible Absolutely. is not one book. The Bible is 66 letters in, in small books, right? Right. Depending on what version of the Bible you're holding. Yep. Right. 66. It could be a few more, a few less. That says something right there. That says something right there. Depending on which one you're holding, it could have a few 
Well, depending if it's a Roman Catholic Bible or if it's an Orthodox or non-Orthodox or whatever the case is. Ethiopian. And the moment you start, yeah, the moment you start throwing those exceptions to the rules in, the rule breaks down. Yeah. So the highest common denominator in all of it is the four Gospels, of which the New Testament could not exist without the four Gospels. It would be a fairy tale. Okay, and the book of Revelation is nowhere near as intense as the book of Enoch. And the book of Enoch was treasured and carried right up until they formed the New Testament and called it the Bible. And then they kicked book of Enoch to the curb and put in book of Revelation. Well, the Gospel of John and book of Revelation were written some 20 plus years after Peter and Paul died. I think that says something. Okay, and so therefore, it's how the book is put together and how it's taught that's creating these divisions and arguments and attacks among ourselves, which is a contradiction to what Jesus said. Yep, and uh, it it really it really comes back right. It really comes back to the simplicity, like you said, of the four gospels. I mean, right when this Corona stuff hit, actually before it, I just started getting into in the Word, you know, um, every day making it a routine that before I do anything, before I check any emails, I drink my coffee and I need to get into scriptures. And I started, look, I went, I went to Matthew five. I just needed to get to the Beatitudes. I mean, money was an issue. I knew that all of that (laughs) dealt with money. You know what I'm saying? And like, we got to pay bills and how do we scale and marketing and all that stuff. That stuff will weigh on you. I said, hold on, I got to get back. Listen, I got to see what the, what the Bible really says about money. And, and, you know, five, six, and seven, Matthew five, six, and seven are really, 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 really good uh, about perspective. And so <laughs> reading the Beatitudes and, and, and how to be blessed, you know what I'm saying? Blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah. Well, okay, that's what I'm doing. I'm making that's peace it. with people. So God's that's got me. It. I'm blessed. And understanding finances and, and, uh, and, and how to pray going into the secret place, man. Going back to the Beatitudes, Matthew five, six, and seven, for me, probably my best three books back to back. I mean, the... I love all of it, but well, it, it it did something yeah, for, sure. for me. I'm going to make it, sure I'm going to make sure my office. Yeah. Well, it sets the mind yeah. in the Holy Spirit's way, right? Yep. And it and it brings you to your mental needs, your yeah. spiritual needs. Yeah. In my book, uh, in in my book under the message, the Kingdom of Heaven, I use the Beatitudes that you yeah. just mentioned, mm-hmm. right? Because he talks about the Kingdom of Heaven. Uh, whatever Jesus talked about. In, in, in the Christ, in the four Gospels, is in message one. Whatever he talked about the Father and Son in the four Gospels is in message two. Whatever he talked about the Word in there. Whatever he talked about how to live our life is in message four. But the kingdom of heaven, Jesus talked more about the kingdom of heaven than anyone else collectively, and he ought to know. I have it in message uh, five. And the end times. The end times, we can create, I mean, read many different versions of the end times, but Jesus is very simplest. It's all going to fall apart. I'm going to come as a thief in the night, be ready, abide in my word, follow my example, walk in my peace, no problems. The world's going to fall apart, but you and I are going to walk together. But once you're not afraid of dying, you can really enjoy living. And then the last part is called the Holy Spirit. Well, without that, and so many people think the Holy Spirit's guiding them, but if you're mean and ugly and lie, cheat and steal, the Holy Spirit doesn't have anything to do with you. But yeah. whatever that spirit is, is letting you get away with something that the Holy Spirit would convict you by. Yeah, that's what. So therefore, you know, what you're doing is you're seeking. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say that's what helps a lot of people is they they start seeing the inconsistencies. It's like, you know, 
why does the Bible say this and then you say that? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah. you know, and then everybody's arguing and you start asking questions, man, you know, because there's inconsistencies written like the peace, the love, the joy. Like, how do these people who are carrying the Bible, their their hatred, they're bigoted and they're you know envious right. or whatever well, the case okay, is. They, well, watch, they, how this, watch how this watch how this works as we end our, our our time. The people are carrying a Bible, but they're teaching the whole Bible of their opinion now. Yeah. Okay. So now the they'll use a phrase like the Bible doesn't say anything. It's sixty six books written by many authors. It doesn't say nothing. All right. When you read it, you may feel the Holy Spirit saying something to you, but we need to know who said what, when and where, and how does it apply? So when Jesus spoke, it's different than Peter and Paul. But when Peter spoke, he said, look, I walked with the Lord. We saw everything that went on. Well, that's a pretty good witness. Okay. Paul said, I went out here and I got this direct revelation all by myself. No witnesses. I, you know, I didn't need to talk to the other apostles. This is what God said to me. I'm now in charge. Boom. Now you've got to make up your mind. Do you want to follow that? Because it's honestly declared. I once read, if you want to test your mind, I once read all of Paul's epistles in one day, right? Now, when the Holy Spirit compelled me, because I want to know why are there so divisions? And, and the Spirit says, we'll read that in one day. I said, what? So I, I was up at five in the morning and started by 11 o'clock that night. I had read every one of Paul's epistles and underlined it, beginning with the epistle in the back of the book forward. Do you know that all of the order based on how long they are, not what they are. So the one of his epistles is only one page, and the next one may be two pages. And Romans is multiple pages, right? So I started with the first page and started reading backwards. So you knocked out eight to ten of them in a hurry before you got to Ephesians, First Corinthians, and Romans. When you find out who he is. Now, I've done it three different times. And each time I read the same ones that I underlined, so I had more deeper understanding. And I have unconditional love for Paul because that's what Jesus would want. Uh, Jesus told Peter when they said, when Peter said, Lord, these people are out here doing this and they're not following us. And Jesus said, well, if they're speaking good of us, then they're not against us. Leave them alone. Yeah. So I just leave them alone. Okay, but if you're going to tell me Paul was called only for Gentiles, I'm going to tell you that is a religious lie. All right, because he was only called to be a witness and to suffer much. I think he had to suffer much for persecuting much. That's between him and Jesus, not me. Okay, and me <laughs> yeah. and Paul. Okay? Yeah. So I think we need to find out who said what in the Bible and give it the respect of its due and live accordingly to what Jesus said. Because without him, there'd be no Bible. We'd still yeah. have the Jewish Bible if it wasn't for the four Gospels. Yeah. Um, and and I don't want to go deep down this road, but it's interesting to note that some people, and I'm saying that I believe this, but some people believe <laughs> that Paul was the uh, Antichrist, that the Bible was warning that was coming to deceive many. Pauline Christianity <laughs> and the one world religion. Like there's a, there's a sect of people who believe that the, all those ancient scriptures about the coming deception was Paul. There's people who believe that. Well, there is a, there is a real reason for that. And with it's not just the internet has allowed the knowledge out, but yeah. the but the knowledge is now out because of the internet. First, the Roman Catholic Church contained all the knowledge. I mean, once it took over, it 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 raped, robbed, and murdered every church known in this time and brought the artifacts to Rome. How do you think they got all that? Okay. Yeah. 
and that went on until 1600. So therefore, we know that we know what goes on is something not right and not healthy. Now, I came across the same things you're speaking about with Paul, and it was very eye-opening because it breaks your model of thought. And when it breaks your model of thought, it allows you to ask the questions that you would normally not even think about. My first question was, Lord, why are there so many divisions and why does Paul get so much attention? And just ask the Holy Spirit that and watch what answers you get. That compelled me to read what Paul actually said. So there is a good debate to that. And the failure of the churches around the world who subscribe to Paul's format of a, what a church is with apostles and pastors and evangelists. And, 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 and he has this five-fold ministry he speaks about. We well, wouldn't pass the test in any of them today's time. So I have to put it in doubt uh, because there's nothing for us to plug into. 2,000 years later, I'm, I can ask you as we bring it to a close, what organized religion do you think best represents the truth and the fullness of what Jesus said or the Bible? Which one should we go to? The billion Roman Catholic Church <laughs> members, right, are those who attack the Roman Catholic Church as being the Antichrist. First, they're the greatest thing on earth. Now they're the Antichrist. So it's a mystery of the mind, as my mentor used to call it. Yep. And, uh, and I think it comes back to what even was prophesied throughout the whole entirety of the scripture is Christ in us, the hope of glory, like which is the Absolutely. mystery revealed is our, is our relationship with the Father through Christ living in us through the Holy Spirit. And that's what everything, that's that, I mean, that's how you interpret the scripture. That's how you find peace is, is right. Christ in you. Yeah, well, here's the thought I'll leave you with. If you're a Christian by professing, I'm a Christian, and you don't desire, truly desire to know what Jesus said, I mean, really? If you were going to a seminar and you could only see one person, Jesus, Peter, James, John, or Paul, that's all. There's only room for one of you, and which one are you going to go here? I have some Christians say they would go hear Paul. Wow. That's how far yeah. off. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, you're not going to find Paul there. Because Peter, James, John, and Paul are going to be in the audience where Jesus is at. Haven't we figured this out yet? Yeah. Let me, uh, let, let, let me just let me submit this to you. I know this may sound wild, but in some of the, the groups that I run in, a lot of people talk a lot about angelic interaction, right? And, and meeting with angels and things like that. And they kind of do the same thing. They would rather, like, they, they, whether it's in the spirit or in the dream state or through prayer, they would say that they're meeting with these angelic figures or even biblical patriarchs now, like in their dreams and stuff like that, when it's like, listen, you got direct access to go to Jesus, the one who created all of this and who in all of these other spirits, That's angels, it. demons, entities, they got to bow to King Jesus. And you have direct access because of what he did on the cross. Like he paid a, 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 a great price for us to freely and boldly come to him and the father. And uh, yeah, so I just liken that when you said that people would rather go to Paul, like we have that yeah. now in like the mystical realm of people going like That's to right. Paul. That's They'd right. rather go talk to Paul than because Jesus is like, for them, it's like kind of common now. Everybody talks right. to Jesus, but not everybody yeah, talks to Paul or some weird angel. Right. Anyway, I just right. liken right. that. I, we have listeners who are into that. So I want to address yeah. that too. Do you know what most people don't focus on? Do you know in the Garden of Gethsemane, when Jesus asked God three times, could he get out of this? That's where he got my loyalty right there. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When I realized that Jesus sweated blood, he was in anguish. He did not want to do this. He knew what it was. It was happening every day being crucified. It was only him being crucified that got his absolute attention, okay? It was already been going on all the time. The thieves were no more frustrated than Jesus was because Jesus, you know, this is part of him. But when he did it anyways, he did it anyways. The moment he said, I'll do it, he did it. Now that means he told us to follow his example. So when God tells me what to do, I, I don't know how to do anything but say, yes. Uh, and so wherever God has me, he knows I'm here. Why am I going to be afraid and panic? I better ask him for wisdom and understanding of what he wants me to do. So let's obey what Jesus said, abide in his word, follow his example, and let the Holy Spirit bring us closer to God directly without having a mediator between somebody else. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, such a. I really enjoyed this time with, with, with you. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to our follow-up I did discussion. Too. I did, too. So much. Go ahead and let everybody know where they can uh, pick up a copy of the book and, and check out more of your work. Okay. The name of my book site is WDJSbook.com. Stands for What Did Jesus Say? WDJSbook.com. Go there. Click on for the ebook package at $9.95. And when you get to checkout, look for the discount code. And put in WWTM, WWTM. That stands for Walking with the Master. The price will go to zero. You can download it based on the devices you have. The name of my ministry is foundationsforlife.org. That's foundationsforlife.org. And I do Christian counseling worldwide online. I do private counseling with people wherever you are in the world we can talk about it from where i am right here good stuff well terry um i really appreciate this interview really enjoyed it we'll have to do it again my friend thanks so much okay i'm gonna follow up all right later god bless many blessings bye-bye bye terry christian ladies and gentlemen what did jesus say um chris garner posted it in the links for all of you guys watching on youtube um I've got I've got the bracelets from the '90s, man. I got a whole bunch of these. If anybody wants any, uh, the WWJD. What did Jesus do? Or what what <laughs> what would Jesus do? And I remember um, a little bit after this, I, you know, I was big into Bob Larson. We've talked about that a good bit. The uh, um, uh, demonologist or the uh, um, exorcist, and he came out with uh, what. WDJD, what did Jesus do? And he kind of made that thing. And so just kind of a play off of that. 
but yeah, man, uh, going back to the scriptures and I had to throw in the, uh, you know, the metaphysical meeting with angels and cause listen, we got, we got direct access to the king of the universe, man. King of the universe, the one who made all of this stuff and holds it together and designed it and, you know, made our minds to, you know, fathom and, and create and all of this, this stuff, man, like we got direct access and for us to settle for something less, man, it, you know, again, go through God, go through father. I'm all for, um, all of these encounters and stuff, but you got to go through God, go directly through him and let him blow your mind versus going directly to it. Right. Another way, another means. So, um, some, something, um, Benjamin said here in chat, he talked about, um, the, the name, um, Jehovah being Lord of wickedness. And, and he said, be careful saying Jah or Yah, um, because it means Lord of, uh, ruin is what you said. Lord of ruin. I remember when I was in the, um, um, Hebrew Israelites, they taught that Jehovah was, that meant Lord of wickedness. And when you called upon Jehovah or they would, you know, it translates to Lord. When you say Lord, it's calling upon Jehovah. So they were really against using that word and that name. I say, be careful with that just because, um, you get into these weird Gnostic understandings and you get into Gnosticism where they'll even tell you that Yahweh was a different God in the old Testament, that Yahweh was some Lord, some God that lived at the top of Mount Sinai that, um, mo that Moses went to meet with. And it's not the, the, the God of the Bible, right? So you, you just got to be careful when, uh, following all these other things. It's just like the whole Jesus thing. I got friends who, and I was there at one point, who they don't even want to say the word Jesus. They think that calling upon Jesus is you calling upon Zeus. And so anytime that we pray in Jesus name, like they get upset, you know what I'm saying? Like it really makes them angry. It boils their blood because of their knowledge and their research has allowed them not to be able to um, receive from anybody who uses that word. And I was there at one point teaching people that I taught that I confused people with that. You got to be careful too. I tell you, my wife, when I was really deep into that, it got it got to this thing where we did so much study, she didn't even know what name to pray in. It hindered her prayer life because she didn't know what name to pray in. She didn't know what God to pray. Do I pray that you can't say Jesus? Then you got other people say, you can't say Yeshua. You got to say Yahshua. If you say Yeshua with Y-E-S, Yeshua, then it's the wrong word. So, you got to say Yahshua. And if you call upon the wrong one, you're going to be calling upon a demon. And you're invoking demons because you're calling upon spirits unaware. Ye know not who you worship. And because you pray and you use the wrong name, you're actually summoning demons. That's the bi biggest amount of, of, of garbage I've ever heard, man. God knows your heart. And the true worshipers worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And, uh, and a, a name is a character is the is the characteristic that he is and so when you're that's how people are connecting with the god of all creation ahaya they're connecting with ahaya i've seen you use that term as well that's the term i, I love ahaya that's my secret name for god or, that i use um but people are calling upon that because they're fi finding themselves in a place of desperation saying they need god they need something outside of themselves uh to connect them and and they call upon 
the great I am, and, and they don't even know it. They, they've never heard these names. They've, the only name they have is Jesus. His name wasn't Jesus, right? It's, that wasn't his name. So, but he responds to that name. Zeus doesn't respond when you say in Jesus' name. Zeus doesn't hear you and, come on, man. You've been watching Pokemon too much or something. You know what I'm saying? To think that, you know, you said the wrong name. So literally, it, it hindered. We were trying to be deep and trying to get to the bottom, as good Bereans should, right? You should want to do the research, but you find out that um, there's never an end to it. And a lot of the Gnostic traditions will tell you that these other names, Jehovah and Lord, and said, the Lord said unto my Lord, like these were different gods talking and Yahweh was a different God. They say Yahweh was a deceiver is what most Gnostics, even not in Our Skoda certified technicians eat nuts and bolts for breakfast. Young man, it's merely a metaphor. You don't literally have to eat the nuts and the bolts. If you're looking for a service that goes above and beyond, within reason, book your major service today, now with a set of complimentary windscreen wipers. To book, visit skodaservice.ie. No technicians were harmed in the making of this commercial. Describe Maynooth University in three words. You're in control. Young, bold, progressive. Skills for life. Gives you choice. Feel so happy! Choose the university that puts you first. Best decision ever. Online open days November 27th and 28th. Visit openday.maynoothuniversity.ie. Maynooth University. No, no bounds. reason about that because it, it creeps into Christianity. I got friends who, um, who believe that. And that's one reason why, I, the biggest reason why I wrote this book, Spirit Realm, Angels, Demons, Spirits. The last tagline there, and the sovereignty of God. If you don't understand the sovereignty of God, that hero Israel, the Lord is one, that God is everything. He is all in all. If you don't understand that, then then you're going you're going to be double minded. There's going to be a dichotomy there of why does good things happen to why why do bad things happen to good people? You know, why does did the Lord allow this to happen? And you'll see some secrets in Job. Again, the brother today was talking about going back to Job and, and testing and trial and those kind of things. And and so that's why I wrote this book, because I have friends who we're getting into Gnosticism and calling Yahweh some other God and saying that the God of the Old Testament was a different God of the New Testament and all of these crazy things. So that's what it's one or the other. It's one or the other saying that there's these are different gods or different entities and, and those kind of things. So understanding the sovereignty of God and, and God is in all of it. And um, he knows the, the intent of your heart and uh, and you, you worship him in spirit and in truth. And I, there's people who are following God the true God closer than, than any Christian uh, could or, or would just because, um, you know, they've, they're, they're, it's a, a prostration of the heart that they, that they understand that they need a savior. Right. So just wanted to kind of touch on that just a little bit. And you know what, like God also responds to like your, your level of like belief, because if that becomes your, your belief and that it, it becomes your grid like that's how God interacts with you. You know what I'm saying? Like if you um if you believe it and you can 
God will respond to any of those names. And it gets deep. I mean, the name Ahaya, Ashar, Ahaya, it means I am that I am, but also it means I will be whatsoever I will be. And uh, in, in the book of Romans, it's big. It says God is, is talking to people right through nature. It says that these people who don't even know the law, they don't know Christianese, they don't know the Bible, they don't know this lingo, they're by nature doing the things that are, that are written of in the law because the law was about love. Jesus told us that, that all of it hung upon two commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. As long as you do those two things, you will do the entire, you'll keep the law perfectly if you're walking in love. And, and each of the commandments break down about love if, as you go deeper into it. Love yourself, love your wife, love your kids, love your neighbor, love your enemy. Come on. If you're walking in love, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna be holy as he is holy. You're going to be set apart and, and walk after Christ and follow him and not just hear what he said or listen. You're going to do what he said. If you do what he said, you're going to be in his perfect will. So the Gothic mystic says uh, the whole thing about the correct name versus false names really brings forth a strong sense of fear and division. Yeah, it, we, you know, we refer to those people as sacred namers, you know. And, and I really, like, when I was running with the Hebrew Israelites, I really had to ask myself, like, what the heck am I doing? Because I would talk to these people, and they would talk about demons, and then they would talk about, like, trying to cast out demons. And, and like, one of them used the name of Jesus, and, and he's like, the, this, the demon would never leave because I was calling upon the name of a demon to get rid of demons. And they had this weird understanding that Jesus was a demon, that the name Jesus because his name, that's not his name. His name is Yeshua, Yeshua, you know. Um, um, just this where I'm like, man, who are, what are these? These people don't got so confused and so much crazy stuff, man. It comes back to the simplicity. Y'all, you get to a point where you get too deep for the gospel. You're too deep for it. It's simple. It's the simplicity. Again, we talk about. To the Jews, it was a stumbling block, and to the Greeks, it's foolishness. Be why? Because it's too simple. Now, you can get into the mysteries of God, and that's, I think that's what we like to, you know, the simplicities and the mystery. You can't, you got to have both, guys. You got to have both. And you want to get back to the simplicity? Do what this brother was talking about today. <clears throat> Go read what Jesus said and do it. You know, don't debate about it. Just do it. Simply do it. So much truth the guy was talking about, man. I tell you, I get back get into Matthew chapter five and start I, I, for some reason I just started there because the Beatitudes, but that's just where I've been. And so good. Matthew five, six and seven, like start there, you know, started just, just started the book of Matthew. A lot of people who haven't even opened the Bible, they'd want to know where to read, read Matthew, get past the genealogy. Is this what I say? Um, get past genealogy. And I think it'll open up. And for some, some of you guys deep out there, the genealogy will open up to you as well. <laughs> you know, God will speak to you through it. But the first chapter is Abraham, but God, Isaac, you know, it just on and on and on. So it kind of throws people off. But once you get past that, the first chapter, then it'll make more sense. So I, I, I'll definitely encourage people to start there. Um, it's really good. Then he, he was speaking about, um, the, uh, the different, you know, things that go on in, in the churches that, that people um, causes divisions. And um, I did we didn't go down that route, but I think I could have with him. I, I wanted to, but he just 
you know, he, he was trying to speak on something, but he's talking about the end of the world, you know what I'm saying, and revelations and all that stuff. And he's like, Jesus told us what was going on. Jesus told us that destruction was coming. It's not about your interpretation, you know, and, you know, I get into the preterism stuff and like Jesus said, look, the end is near. The end is near is is 2000 years <laughs> near. Well, a day is like a thousand years, brother. Listen, this generation shall not pass away till all these things be fulfilled. Jesus told them people, look, we fit this thing to go down. You guys will not see death until these things come to pass. Take my word for it. And it did. It 100% did. So I think now more than ever, <clears throat> you need to understand um, what the Bible says about the end times. Listen, I'm going to tell you the natu natural progression. Our generation is going to die. We're going to be gone 50 years from now, 100 years from now, whatever, 200 years. And these same stories are going to come up. The same people are going to, Jesus could come back, rapture the church. People don't even know where they are, where, whatever, like this, this stuff could happen. And then people would still be looking for the coming of the Lord. Like everybody wants to be the people of the book. That's what I found out. I dealt with Hebrew Israelites. I dealt with white nationalists in the Ku Klux Klan, all claiming to be God's chosen people. The Jewish people, which are known as the Khazars. They claim to be God's cho chosen people. The Catholics claim to be, everybody wants to be the people of the book. That's one thing I found. And everybody wants to, it, it makes them feel a little bit more important, especially with like Jesus is coming back for you that s soon enough will be taken out of this place. You will be, but enjoy the ride. Like, I don't know about, Jesus coming back to, to take you in, in, in the, it will be like a thief in the night. Most people don't even get to say goodbye to their families when they, when they pass. I think that a lot of that stuff is even a metaphor about death and about crossing over and going, stepping into eternity, right? It'll come like a sweet uh, thief in the night. You'll see the Lord shoot. And this is deep. I know no, not a lot of people talk about this, but even looking at Stephen, when Stephen was being stoned when Stephen was about to die, he looked up and he saw Jesus returning. He looked up and he saw Jesus coming back. Right before he died. Maybe that's something, again, I, I just mentioned it the other day, like Revelation seems to be telling, you know, this story telling itself over and over and over again for every generation or for every people group. There is anti, like if you read in the scriptures, it says the Antichrist is already here. The spirit of the Antichrist is now is. And it's almost like for every generation, this stuff just tells itself over and over and over again for every generation. You insert yourself here. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like the Bible is talking about these people, even in Revelation, churches that existed then that don't exist anymore. They were written to those people. But for some reason, we like to insert ourselves in there <laughs> like it's us. And I think I think I think some of that is I think when you read about Israel, I think that even allegorically, you can assert yourself there. I, I do. I believe that 100 um, percent in and Israel's journey and, and the way they allegorically interacted with other nations. Obviously, we're not fighting other giants and gods and going into taking over new land. But spiritually, you are. Spiritually, you're going through that stuff. And the interesting thing is when you do the research on the etymology of those words and what they mean, they it means it talks about anxiety and strongholds and idolatry and even some of those other people who were known to be doing certain things. And they represent different things in your life. I know I'm going kind of deep, but um, it, the Bible is talking about you. We'll say that versus like inserting yourself as a literal I literally, I don't know about literally. No, I don't think I don't think that it was talking about you literally. I think it was talking about those people that it's addressed to literally, but allegorically and metaphorically, there are uh, levels on how to interpret the scripture, and I think that all of them are beautiful. Many people are saying seventy-two. I know that Doctor O says seventy-two, and a lot of the mystical people will try to. And I don't think there's any way that you will understand seventy-two interpretations of every verse. From what my research shows, that there were four uh, ways to interpret the scriptures, and um, and you can break that down. I, I've got a teaching that I'm working on that, but from what I've seen, the mystics and uh, there were four ways. It was uh, literal, it was allegorical, it was the esoteric, and then it was the um, allegorical. I believe I've got them written down. I'm gonna I'm doing a whole thing on on how to study the scriptures and how to pray and kind of working on some courses on that, and I'll bring that stuff out. But um, it's interesting. I don't think of 72. Like, who can fathom 72 different? I don't even know if that's a thing that somebody made up. But it was four, four ways to break it down. And what does it mean to you? And um, every, you know what I'm saying? No matter where you are in your life, you can go back to them scriptures and it's going to illuminate to you. If you're seeking God, if you're born from above, um, it's gonna, you're going to be able to interpret it. And, but for you and for now. And the the problem we find is when it for you and for now, what it means to you is when you receive that and then you try to teach it as a law to everybody else. There's this inner sanctification process that we're all on. It's a journey. It's part of the hero's journey even. And um, God is, is, is burning out the impurities within you. You're going through trials and tribulations. And um, Chris Garner even says here in chat, he said that the, um, the, the, uh, you know, the grape that, that is, is uh, crushed or the vine that goes through the most pressure produces the best wine, you know, and, and that's, that's uh, symbolic for the anointing in the Bible, being crushed and being broken. Jesus literally was crushed and broken, and he's given us his oil, the oil of joy, the oil of gladness, you know, and we go through that same process, being crushed and being refined in the refiner's fire when you take 
gold and you uh you melt it melt gold in in the fire all of the impurities come out of it so you it's the baptism of fire that you must go through and it's a lifelong process the baptism of the holy spirit for most of us it was like a one-time thing and we experienced it one time but it talks about be being filled like you're continually walking in this uh the sanctification process and it's being played out in your life getting all the bad stuff out it rises to the top and you got to deal with it and you, and you only know it's there when you go through the pressure when you go through the pressure like you can have you know jealousy anger bitterness all of these things that the bible spoke against like you don't know it's there until you're tested until you're pressured until someone calls you outside of your name until somebody um what is it um until somebody gossips about you until you see a, a a blog written about you like how do you respond you know what i'm saying like until you have a um a bitter uh, somebody lashing out on social media or you're you're doing a live stream and people start you know coming at you on the live stream you know what i'm saying like how does that make you feel how do you react feelings are one thing but how do you react feelings come and go like even in the same day like you feel good in the morning and in the evening you you don't know what's going on but how do you react this whole song and dance throughout those emotions and this life and the spiritual process and this journey that's where it comes into play how do you respond that's where your your spirituality comes into action cuz you're going to be tested you got to be tested you study in school to take a test you got to take a pop quiz and once you, how do you get to the next level you pass the test once you pass that test you go to the next grade you're in third grade you got to take third grade curriculum once you pass that test you go into the fourth grade but you're still tested from time to time on third grade material stuff you you learned years ago you're going to be tested just to make sure that you still know it that you still get it you still understand it a lot of this stuff you feel like you didn't even need to, to learn. It's like, man, why I got to go through this? You got to learn, man. It's the sanctification process. Misty Moore says, uh, yes. Love that. Uh, love all that you said about the sanctification process, the inner journey and others trying to put it on others as a law. Yeah, because you go through certain things, man. And, um, and we've all done it. You know, I, we learn from our mistakes. But I got friends who've done it and tried to put it on me. That's usually how you learn too. You learn from experience. That's true gnosis of knowing God through not Gnosticism, but gnosis. That's knowing God through um uh, experience. And uh the best the best way to learn, even in school, was hands on. You gotta you gotta learn hands on. Let me show you something. Let me give you a versus sitting there picking up a textbook and having to study it and learn it. Like I I couldn't learn that way. It was hard for me. I just got into like recently being able to read and, and study and be a Berean, but going through stuff, learning on a hands-on, like watching videos, even in science and stuff, they'll bring, they'll roll in that little cart with the TV on it. And we have these little science, we had the workbooks, but we also got to watch it on TV and they had little scenarios and stuff like that. Even a lot of the old nursery rhymes had like allegory in it. Like if you're listening for the deeper meaning, it's hidden in there and not everybody could get it. The Bible says, he who has an ear, let him hear. You got to be able to understand what he's saying. 
Jesus was giving away so much truth to people and the majority did not understand what he was talking about. They left offended, you know, they were looking for a certain type of leader or or, a ruler and he didn't fit what, what they had in mind. And, uh, so yeah, when you go through the process, you learn little truths about yourselves, about your character defects, about your, you know, what you're good at, what you suck at. There's quite literally things that you suck at and you need to work on. Right. Um, that's the whole thing about even growing as a body of pastor, prophet, preacher, teacher, evangelist, apostle, like the fivefold ministry and more is the fact that we can, we, we have things that we're good at and there's other things that we're not good at. But when we come together as a, as a body, the Bible says that, that their Christ is in the midst and we make up Christ on the earth as a nucleus coming together. That's how it's supposed to be. That's where community comes in. That's that moves past the whole, you know, one man, one pastor leading a church or a congregation. It's a team. Teamwork makes the dream work. There's stuff that you suck at that some your part there's somebody with you who's really good. That you know, why why do the people in business understand that, but people in the church realm and religion they don't. A lot of a lot of them do. They're they're growing in that, and that's the foundation that was there. And some people are. are you know, they, they operate like that, but that's how it was supposed to be. But to finish the point, we go through sanctification process. We learn certain things and with our own selves. And it, there'll be times where like in your relationship with God, God will tell you to n- not do something. Don't eat pork, you know, and that's biblical. I don't even want to talk about that because that's biblical. <laughs> so let's go beyond that. I say let's for some, I remember a good friend of mine when I was doing a lot of gospel hip hop and traveling to churches and all that stuff. Um, a friend of mine, God told him to stop listening to gospel rap music and even gospel or Christian rock. Don't listen to it, brother. It's getting you angry. The music is angry. It's making you angry. I need you to stop listening. So in his own devotional time, God said, stop listening to gospel rap. And then so the person is so overjoyed that they heard God speak to them or the Holy spirit in their secret life that they go out and make it a law and tell everybody that they can't listen to gospel rap. This is just an example. And the person would call me and say, Hey man, God doesn't want you to listen to gospel rap anymore off of something that God told them in the secret place for them personally you know, and then they want to go out and and put, make it a law on everybody. And that person eventually figured that out. It may have took some months. It may have took some years, but eventually they understood and they seen the fruit of it, man, I'm running everybody away. But when you're going through it, it's like, God told me something. Nobody wants to obey God. Why do you all want to do it the way that you want to do it? You need to listen to God. That's the sanctification process. But when you try to force that on other people as a law, that's something that's not in the scriptures, um, you know, you, you're putting a yoke on uh, people that, that Christ never intended. And, and we all can fall victim to that uh, about our biases and what we like and what we don't like. And people do that for um, politics, especially, you know, on both right and left Christians. Like you got to do this and you got to do that. I'm against this, so we need to vote for this party. Well, I'm for this, but yeah, but this negates it. And it just gets into this weird thing of injecting God into it. And the the problem there is we have to be careful because, like, you're trying to say that God backs your, your confirmation bias. 
how how convenient that God doesn't like the same things that you don't like. You don't like gay people? Well, how convenient. God don't like them either. You don't like black people? How convenient. God don't like black people either. You don't like white people? Oh, how convenient. God doesn't like white people. I, I, I done studied under all these groups. And there's much more that I even haven't got into. But all the weird cults and different weird people using the Bible to back up what they believe. The prosperity guys, God wants you. You want to be a millionaire? Well, how convenient. God wants you to be a millionaire. Trust me, on the op opposite spectrum as well. You want to be poor? You want to take a vow of poverty? How convenient. God wants everyone to take a vow of poverty and not own anything. Oh, no man, nothing. You can't get a credit card because the Bible says, oh, no man, nothing. Trust me, I know people on every one of these spectrums. I really do. And so how convenient. You got scriptures and doctrines and come on, man. So if you're doing anything, man, take the good out of it about blessing people. And it, the simplicity goes back to what the brother was saying. What did Jesus say, man? Open up the Bible, read the words in red, start there. It's simple. You complicate it, make it hard to, you know, <laughs> anytime trying to interpret it, what it meant and what it, listen, it's a problem for me because I've studied all of them and I sympathize and I have empathy for other people who understand it accordingly to what they've been taught. There's a reason they believe this. It's confirmation bias for one, but you got a, you studied under a teacher who was bitter. You st studied under a teacher who's teaching you the Bible, but they hate Jesus so that you're picking up on some other things that they're, that is kind of mixed in with it. You're not receiving from a clear source. When you go straight to the father, that's the, that's, that's clean water, man. And that's what the Bible teaches that you can go boldly to the throne of God and encounter him. boldly and that's what the scriptures teach it man and so i think that's what the interview today was about um you know what did jesus say find out what he said and do it and 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 even if you only stood with that that's a lifelong pursuit and there's so much beauty in it there's so much truth in it um there's no law against it you know what i'm saying of helping people doing good so if you're gonna split hairs let's split hairs off of doing good deeds and doing good works and uh and doing what Jesus said versus crazy far out stuff that you don't agree with. And that's not to, um, you know, not uh, disagree with anybody or, um, you know, let sin slide or the stuff that we do that's not biblical or we can't prove it. That's not to negate that or to not be called out on it. Right. But it's just to understand that at the end of the day, this sticks. The other stuff is debatable. We had this thing with me, the voice, and Watchman. We, we, uh, <laughs> we would always after somebody would state a state a truth or a belief, we would always just say that's debatable. We just and it became a joke because it's true. <laughs> it's debatable. Like, you know, God wants everybody to be saved. Hey, that's debatable, man. That's debatable, and it became a joke. You know what I'm saying? But enjoy, enjoy the ride, have fun. Um, Christian says replying to okay. Christian pardon uh Derek Spillner says I agree but I think that more often they're not hearing uh, they're not they're hearing their thoughts just like with the hip hop thing yeah yeah and again how convenient man 
How convenient that uh, God backs what you back. It's not the other way around. We back what God backs. That's what we're supposed to do. But again, confirmation uh, bias. We start finding what we're looking for. I don't believe that anybody can fully understand. And as people make fun of new agers and stuff like that, because there's like you never like come into a knowledge of the truth or like an, an end all know all coming to a knowledge of the truth. I believe is understanding the gospel, right? And understanding the, uh, the reason we're in the, the predicament that we're in and how to get out of it. Right. I think you can understand that. And so at, that's the height of, of understanding of knowing who God is and, and, and who he is in relationship to where you are understanding that. And I think you can know that. I think you can know the hope of your salvation. I think you can know that relationship with the father, but it's a growing relationship, man, that you never, it never gets old, even with the aspects of, of understanding the Bible. And then you find out there's books that are taken out. Then you like, which aspect of it do you understand or do you want to grow in? So I do think it is a lifelong pursuit. I don't think that you ever arrive. You ever have it all figured out. You might have your piece figured out really good, it's working. There's some divine revelation. There's some a life. There's 20 years of research on a couple topics that, man, you knock out the park. But there's something else right next to that scripture that you do not understand. And it takes someone else with another 20 years of experience on those next five books of the Bible or next five scriptures that they really get. And we have to come together as the pastor, prophet, preacher, teacher, evangelist, apostle, all of these people. We come together with that work it out in unity, find what we can agree on and build together. And can two walk together lest they agree, find out what we can agree on and walk together and build together. That's what it comes down to. Not everybody can do that because they're so, people are learning though. I think they are, you know, but because people are so caught up on what their piece of the pie is and what they're good at, their portion that they're closed minded to any other reality, any other belief, because in my in their mind, it goes against the Bible. When you bring up certain things, there's, again, confirmation bias or there's with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Cognitive dissidence. They don't even look into it. It just goes against the scripture for them. And uh, people are learning, though. People are growing and learning how to, to walk together. So uh, I think we're really in a, a, a beautiful place when it comes to that. People are learning. We're having having to. We find out that the church structure that didn't work. It hasn't worked for us. 
Um, it works for it works if you work it. We'll say that. <laughs> you know, all of these things work if you work it. And so people are finding out how to work it and, and uh, getting what they need out of Sunday service or uh, Wednesday service or whatever, however much you go, whatever you put into it, you're going to get out of it. Any of these things work for you. And so the um, for those of us who are, you know, think a little bit outside the box or we're, even those who are open to unity, that doesn't work in those structures. Because like you can't talk about this, you can't bring this up, you can believe it, but you can't speak on it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm finding just even with our platform and our community, obviously there's growing pains and weirdos who come in and, you know, all kind of weird stuff. When you're open, you're going to get that. And, um, but it's growing through that. I remember when I was a part of the cave ministries, which was a, a biker church and, uh, and they had just so many rejects and runaways and, it was good because they had bikers and they had prostitutes and drug dealers. And most of these people were coming and getting born again. But there's a, a learning process and a, uh, um, you know, sanctification process that these people are going through. Literally prostitutes and homeless people. And I mean, it was it looked it was like the most biblical looking thing that I was a part of, man, you know, and street ministry and all this stuff. And but they would, you know, the pastor would talk about like, listen, man, there was a reason why you guys didn't fit into these other churches and you were kicked out or rejected. You were like troublemakers, man. You know what I'm saying? You had an agenda. So now you found this other place where you can kind of get into and nobody's going to call you on your BS. Now you can kind of get in here and do what you want. Listen, we still got to have standards, man. Anytime that there's a, a group of people and a, a nucleus, and even though how organic it is, you have to have like rules and you get a lot of weirdos man even with our group i've talked about this in the past we really active on our discord community we got like people joining and claiming that they channel i got people joining under weird names they had a guy join under like um he had like several accounts and every account that he logged into was him interacting as that character and like he's doing it for fun, but he would do it like as a channeling thing. He would do it under weird names of gods. At AJ Products, we offer workplace solutions for office, school, warehouse, and environment. But at AJ, we do things differently. Our approach to quality and innovation means we design and make many of our own products, giving a more unique and personal service to our customers. Like our sound absorbency screens, office paneling, and our style metal storage cabinets. All designed and built by AJ Products. Visit ajproducts.ie or call 01 28 11 700. AJ Products. Surprisingly more. Ask AJ. If you're looking for a better tomorrow, start heading for it today at Toyota. We started to look ahead over 20 years ago when we built our first self-charging hybrid electric cars. Now, Toyota hybrid drivers are reducing harmful emissions and making a real difference. Thanks to them, the best-selling car in Ireland today is a Toyota Hybrid. And as more drivers join us, we'll all help to shape a brighter future together. Toyota, built for a better world. And he would, like, channel that God. We thought it was just a, a nice screen name, some kind of weird screen name that it was made up. But this character, when he got on here, he interacted with people as that character. The original name was Noah that he signed up with. I don't want to marginalize anybody, but now I'm thinking if this person's doing this, maybe even the Noah account was him channeling Noah, interacting with people. 
Then he's given personal prophecies and all just kind of weird, um, uh, weird stuff going on. Um, that was, um, just weird, man. You gotta have like, you gotta have rules, man. Dude trying to give people prophecies as a, a, a God that existed, you know, in, in his mind and research, you know, 3000 years ago, but now you are the embodiment of that God in this discord channel, hanging out. Listen, there's some weird stuff out there, guys. Be careful. You got to try to make sense of it all. Um, so yep. Shout out to true legend. Thank you for the donation. Um, appreciate that means the means a lot and um let's see yeah there's some bots in here too i'm at to block some of these bots promoting other discords and stuff gotta have rules man so just thinking that anything flows just because you you've been kicked out and you finally find a place that's open to you and your beliefs and your theology you gotta you gotta respect people man courtney says this is cool because I, I, I don't know if this is the same person this morning, um, but I was in a group and somebody asked this question in the esoteric Christianity group, I think. Let me know if that's you. I don't, that would be weird to, for that to be you. But um, Courtney says, is the law of attraction compatible with Christianity? <clears throat> 100%. I think the law of attraction is compatible with Christianity. I think that um, universal law, even beyond that, going into um, universal law is compatible with Christianity. I think that for me, the, the Bible is universal law. It's the law that governs the universe. And so some of the things that they teach in the universal laws, um, in a, it's almost like, for me, it's like somebody's teaching on biblical truth. They just named it something different because it was too Christian to say this is Bible truth. They might not even know it. That's the the thing about it, too. Because it's universal, that means it's for, for everybody. And you're acting in accordance to it and you're under that law, whether you believe it, know it or not. The law, and it gets deep. Um, It ain't just like if I believe it, I receive it. That's for sure. I mean, come on. Like the Bible is full of scriptures and truths and allegory about that. Whatever you believe you can receive whatsoever you ask for in faith, it'll be given unto you. Like, I mean, there's so many, you know, the like, but there, there are rules to it though. There, there are rules to it. Delight yourself in the Lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Well, I think that part of that, th those are some stipulations that you may not hear in, um, in the law of attraction, because if you're, it works whether you're doing good things or bad things. So by default, I'm working on a whole course on this too. Um, by default, it's almost like in the negative. It's like if you go bowling and you've never bowled in your life, what are the odds of you throwing that ball right down the middle and, and getting a strike? Look at little kids when they bowl. Where does the ball go? straight to the gutter every time by default until you learn you're playing a game that you have, you don't know the rules, how to play. You don't, you don't know the rules. You got to understand that whether it's manuals or you need to be taught by somebody or different ways on, on how to bowl. You know, you, you don't even know that there's a, there's a, um, there's a cheat code that if you go to the, the little scorekeeping thing and you go to your name, there's a button that you can push 
to pull up the um uh oh there's a button that you can push to pull up the um hold on let me get my zoom here working again if i can all right there we go if you're bowling i'm using this as an analogy there's a button you can push to pull up the bumpers so that you every every time that you roll you're not going to go straight to the gutter you go to the gutter but boom you bounce right back bounce right back but then once you get good you can push that button again and make those bumpers go away and you can play like a big boy and so we're playing a game that we don't understand because nobody told us the rules and so i think that the scripture um are the rules i think that other people have come to very similar conclusions that um are worded differently like law of attraction the law of attraction works if you work it um and it works for bad stuff too. I know Christians who only see the bad in everything. They're good at seeing the bad and, 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 and expecting bad and giving up. And that's their reality. That's their, um, that's the, it's a law unto them. That's what they believe. And it's a court. It's given unto them according to their faith. As the Bible says, even the brother who was on earlier, Terry, mentioned that um, Jesus went to certain places and didn't heal anybody or couldn't heal anybody. And the ones that he did do or people who did get healed, he said, look, it was given unto you because of your faith, because you believed it. You, re you believed because you can receive it. And the more study, the more life uh, experience that you go through, it gives you a bigger grid to understand the mysteries. Now that you've seen it once, okay, that's strange. You've seen it twice. Now you've practiced it. You've gotten good at it. Now nobody has to, nobody can tell you any different because this is the truth that's evident for you. Whether you found scripture to back it up, whether you just learned it by yourself, listen, it's the truth. And it works for you. Now, it, and it doesn't matter if anybody agrees with it or uh, confirms it the more open you are with it you'll you'll find people who agree and back it up but for a lot of it you'll be a pioneer as well because there was no grid and now once you're open and honest other people feel more open and honest to explore and to vocalize what they're going through or vocalize what they believe and so you know and that is how the the collective gets to the next level as a people so as we progress going through the school, this uh, universal mystery school, as some would call it, that we're all in. Um, as a people, we all progressing together too. So we're on our own individually, individual journey, but together we're on a journey as well. And uh, we're taking a test right now. It's COVID-19. Other countries and nations have already dealt with similar tests to this, but for us, this is our turn to take that test and that exam. And we're going to be tested again, probably in a couple months. Once we get through this, we're going to be, it's going to be a pop quiz. How do you respond? Take the test. The test is, and uh, how you pass, how you pass all these tests is responding with love. That's why we need to understand what Jesus said. Cause the only way you pass these tests is responding with love. That's how you graduate love. Holding your peace, 
walking in patience, walking in understanding is the fruits of the spirit. And you'll pass it every time. How do you, how do you overcome gossip and, 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 and backbiting? How do you respond? Do you respond with more gossip and backbiting? I mean, everybody has a piece of it. Look at um, uh, Martin Luther King. He said, look, you're trying to overcome <laughs> overcome evil, you know, with, with more evil. It doesn't work like that. What did Jesus say? The only way to overcome evil is with good. You don't fight evil with evil. It's like Trump. And Trump is a good example. When somebody makes him mad or gets under his skin or says something against him, he'll take shots at them on, on social media. He'll go on Twitter and tweet about Ronda Rousey losing her fight. I'm glad she won. I'm glad she lost. She's a very horrible person anyway. He's like taking shots at celebrities and stuff on social media. You're talking about in your ego. They want, they're trying. Like, How does that make that person feel? Oh, I got the president to respond to me. Oh, I got Truth Seeker to respond. I had a person who was always in in the um in the comments, leaving mean comments to me. And um, wow, <sighs> Holy Ghost! I, he was leaving mean comments, and I responded to one of them. And he said, "Oh, I really don't believe that. I was just trying to get you to respond." Damn, why you? And I'm I'm reminded I did that. <laughs> I did that to somebody years ago, going through my awakening. This was back in 2012, going through everything. I remember I used to listen to a radio show called Lexenterry when I was driving for a living. And, um, and they were big, nationally syndicated, all over the world, millions of listeners. And for some reason, I commented on, I, said, I tweeted to them. I did a tweet. And I said, uh, uh, I tweeted, I said, Lex and Terry are a ripoff of Beavis and Butthead. And they kind of are. They're like crude humor, you know, making fun of stuff. You know, it's just what they do. It was a morning, a, a guy's morning show. Um, and I just tweeted and it got millions of listeners, millions, hundreds of thousands of followers. Um, and I didn't think that they would see it. Or if they even saw it, I didn't think that they would respond to it. And I just went about my morning. And so I'm delivering packages and stuff on my job. And when I get back in the truck, it just kind of helped the morning go get by. Um, I jumped back in my truck and I got all these missed calls on my phone. And uh, somebody calls me and says, hey, bro, you need to turn on Lex and Terry. They're talking about you. I said, what? So I, I, uh, I turn on Lex and Terry and they're talking. They're playing my music on this huge morning show. They're talking about me. They're reading my past tweets. And uh, immediately my heart dropped to my stomach. I said, oh, dang, I didn't think they were going to, I didn't think they were going to respond. You know, I did that to maybe see if they would or just take a shot, make them laugh, whatever. They responded and they pulled up my website. They were playing my music. And uh, for the most part, they were taking shots and making fun of it because I took shots at, I took a shot at them. Um, but they were making fun of it and, and then it got real, though. It got real because people were calling in. People were calling into the show. They're like people I knew that I dealt with in the past. They would call in and say, hey, yeah, I know True Seeker. He's a douchebag, man. That guy's a douchebag, bro. 
I know who he is. I was in a band with him back in the day, and he's a douchebag. Oh, hey, thanks. Well, apparently other people know True Seeker. And other people were calling in to, to rant on saying they know, knew me. People who didn't know me or just knew me in passing. One guy called in and was like, this, he said, uh, I know True Seeker, man. I didn't know the guy. He's like, yeah, I know True Seeker, man. He raps with a friend of mine. He thinks he's a gospel rapper, but uh, he sucks and he's really judgmental. He's really judgmental. Listen to this other gospel rapper. He's better than True Seeker. I'm like, I'm hearing all these people call in and take shots at me on this national syndicated morning show. And it like literally it it messed with me for it messed with me with me hard for real. But I called in. I called and said, Hey man, this is True Seeker. And uh they said, Hey dude, why you uh they put me on air. Hey, uh say somebody some guy says he's true seeker and they put me on. And I said, Hey, I was joking, guys. I I enjoy y'all's show. I love I love what you guys are doing. It's like, well, why would you say that? Why would you Why would you take shots at, at us? Uh, saying we're like Beavis and Butt. I said I didn't think you guys would respond. Listen, I really like your your what you guys do. I'm a listener, and um, but uh, but it was interesting because I got to kind of take up for myself. And it's like, well, all these people saying you're you're just some religious zealot. And at the time, I was, you know. A little bit before that, I would say, and uh, when we were doing street preaching, I was really de- debating a lot of people, and I didn't care where, what your feelings and emotions were. I just kind of give you what I thought was the truth, and I really burnt a lot. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Out of bridges early on. So some of those people. their perception of me was true it definitely was their perception of me um but i got to kind of like talk about where i was now this was in 2012 just getting into um spirituality and being more inclusive and more open so i got to kind of say you know what i was that person i definitely was that um you know and just kind of got to give my and i kind of won them over after the conversation I, i won those guys over and uh became friends with uh with with a couple of them on the morning show and I would call in and they would give me little shout shout outs and stuff like that but it really messed with me it it spun me in some weird weird uh to be to be the laughing stock of like a this huge morning show and people making fun of you like I was trying to figure out these people who called in going in on me like literally I knew one of the guys I was in a band with them and he had the audacity to call in and and dig at me on the radio I was like I I see this dude in I'm I'm looking for this guy. I was like, if I see him, I'm gonna punch him in his mouth. I'm ready to handle this dude. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how, you know what I'm. And so it really, I went on this weird little 
for several weeks. It really made me just kind of do that that inventory though. And uh, I gave this, and the thing that I'm mad at, and the thing that really, the you know the negative comment that I did that got me on the the morning show, um, and I was mad. The other guy called in with a negative comment about me that got him on the morning show, and and it got him to respond. He got me to think about him, and I'm looking for this guy and looking for other people who called in. I'm going on Facebook you know, who trying to find out who these people were like, um, and then the person who was in my, on my YouTube chat, just dropping nothing but uh negative comments. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Truth seeker is this. And you blah, blah, blah. Jesus is that we don't, Jesus is fake and you following whatever. And I'll come and say, hey, bro, what's the deal? Like why you want me to block you? Like what, what am I supposed to do? Oh man, I don't mean that. I was just seeing if you would respond. Oh, wow. Because then we get like, if people talk about this, you get like um, beautiful comments about your work, about your podcast, about your music. I mean, I, I you know, I, I get a lot of messages a day <clears throat> and comments and tweets and all that kind of stuff about what I do and bring to the table. And the good stuff, we get used to it. I used to save it all. And I've, I still have um, like a PDF saved with all of these beautiful comments that I got over the years man, God has used you to speak into my life, man. Your music changed me. And when I was at my lowest point, I played this song and it got me through. I saved all of those comments because I knew that I would fall upon dark times. I knew that I would question myself, why am I doing what I'm doing? And I would just go back and read these comments and it would remind me about why why I started this and, and the, the impact that that I'm having. But, it was, but I ended up stopped saving all the comments because they got to be overwhelming. Like it got, it was daily, just you know, 20 messages a day. It's like, there's no way I can save all these messages. Um, but I still have some of the early ones saved. But I say that to say that um, it was, it was, we get all these beautiful comments, but it's the one negative one that spins you out of control. Lex and Terry get beautiful comments all day, but it was the one, hey, you guys are ripping off Beavis and Butthead that spun them out to address it. I get beautiful, I, and I try to address the beautiful comments as well. You know what I'm saying? Like when people hit um, hit me up or whatever, I, I try to respond to those. Um, but responding to the negative one, that's the one that messes you up. That's why people tell you to stay out of the comment section. People be trolling. They're trying to get you out of your character. And then the people don't even mean it. I didn't mean it. Like I wasn't demeaning those guys. Like I just wanted to be funny. And and then me responding to the guy who was like, hey, I didn't mean it. I was just seeing if you'd respond. It's like, there's other ways to get me to respond, man. Like, just hit me up, you know? Um, and it's something about it. You have all these beautiful things, but the one negative one is the one that messes your whole day up, pulls you out of your character. And some people, they don't, they don't listen to any uh, negative comments because, or read any comments or emails. They have, they have, um, <clears throat> Publicists that do that. The publicist reads the email. The booking agents read the emails. The booking agent, the, 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 their publicist company handles their Instagram because there's people in their inbox um, <laughs> hitting them up and all types of crazy offers and weird stuff. But uh, part of it, um, 
Peace Minds Thoughts says, True Seeker, what you did put out in energy was being reflected back to you in the situation. You did handle it very well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever you put out comes back. I mean, it's part, again, of the, you know, the law of um, the you know, law of the universe, universal law or the law of um, manifestation or law of attraction. Whatever you put out comes back. You know, and I, and just because you can see that helps you create a better future for yourself, for your friends, for your family, for the world. It starts with you and goes out um, because you're conscious of it. N- now you're conscious and it takes little things that to, for you to understand that, hey, this is real. You know, my actions dictate my future. You know, what I what I put in, what I sow, whatsoever man whatsoever a man soweth that he will also reap that's universal if you sow in discord if you sow in negative comments on radio stations and random if you there's people who go they just want a reaction they'll go to all types of live streams and just go at at them there's this thing too i found out too it's called a couch selling couchers you can look it up something like that but they'll go and they invade live streams to get the uh the the person doing the live stream to react live and so somebody will be doing their normal thing and i've seen it done to like christians or like bible teachers and stuff and i've just randomly watched one and they got hijacked and um there's like all these people and they do it with groups of 10 or more 30 40 50 60 70 people and you'll be on a live stream and they'll all get in there and they'll start talking to you about the couch they say, hey, do you still have the couch for sale? And you start reading it, and the person's like, it's just one rogue comment. I don't know if they, what's going on. But then there's another one, another one. Hey, sir, is the couch still for sale? I'll give you $40 for the couch. What's the condition of the couch, sir? And there's like the whole live stream turns into this conversation about you selling a couch. It's weird. The first time you see it, it's just kind of weird. But I, I found out it was a thing. I had to Google it. And so there's people, groups of people, who invade live streams and invade chats to get to see who can get you to respond about the couch, you know? And then I find out there's rules in it. They want you to like take a picture or put a shoe on your head. And supposedly there's a rule that if you do that, then they stop and leave you alone. But I've seen them hijack live streams and the people live stream and shut it down. Oh, we gotta, we've been hijacked guys. We gotta end this stream. They can't go. It pulls them out their element. They let this negative, uh, funny kind of meme joke thing cancel what they were doing. They're here to teach God's word. They're here to teach the truth. But these outside sources dictated what they got to do versus maybe shutting down the chat or not paying attention to it. It's kind of hard not to, but um, it's the squeaky wheel that gets the oil. The ones who are being the loudest, you know, so what people using negativity to get attention, trying to reach out to you, trying to lash you out, make you lash out, whether it's a spiritual thing or quite literal of people just being silly or being mean. And again, they didn't mean it. Like if you was to meet these people, they're probably cool individuals. <laughs> they just want attention. They got too much free time. Right. And they just go through live streams. Most people are like that. How much was the couch though? Yeah. It's it's funny, man. I mean, I I I love a good joke, right? 
I love it didn't happen to me, um, but I've seen it happen to other people. Uh, <laughs> love, learn, grow says try to carry a conversation and then still watch the live chat. It's tough. Yeah. To read the chat and talk because dead air sucks. Dead air sucks when you're doing, especially when it's a radio show and like on the podcast, nobody can even see you. Like if I'm doing something or looking something up or, and there's, if you're watching it, it's translated a little bit differently when it's only air. So if you're listening on the podcast app and it's just dead air for seven seconds, 10 seconds, that's, that's bad radio. That's one of the, the no-nos in radio is not to have any dead air. So to be able to look something up, to be able to read something and to translate it and keep talking at the same time is a skill, man, that you learn. Thank you, Jay Phoenix, uh, for the 333 donation. Stay blessed, man. Thank you. Man. So, hey, I, I enjoyed this conversation. I hope I hope that it helps somebody. Some people are saying that they really got something out of the bowling analogy. You know, learning life, like the test and responding to it. Again, my book, Spirit Realm, is, it's, it's what it's about and how these demons and angels are loosed. And people were talking about, um, people are talking about, um, you know, going through these situations and bad things happening to good people, for sure. But then again, what makes a person good? You know? Timothy Lowe says, True Seeker, how much are you asking for the couch? What what couch, sir? Yep. It's all about levels of awareness, levels of consciousness. Being aware. <clears throat> um... Live, learn, grow says, hey, I give you credit. I try, man. Timothy says, I need to read your book. For sure, man. For sure. Thank you, Courtney, for the uh, the donation as well. Thank you for the donation. Believing in the work, helping support it, fund it. It's, um, there's not a lot of money in this. It's contrary to popular belief. If you can scale and talk about what a lot of people want to hear, um, be a um, contrarian. Maybe I should try that. Just going against what everybody says and getting clicks. <laughs> I try to meet people where they are, man. That's just what I do. It worked for me. And uh helps. True Legend says, yes, this always helps. He's the man of God. Bless True Seeker. Thank you. Hey, guys, I think I'm done. Anybody, anybody have any other questions or anything that I can go into? I'll just give it a few more minutes here. If anybody has a question or something you want to get my opinion on or anything like that, just go ahead and translate that in the chat, and I'll try to speak on it here in the last few minutes. So I want to make sure that I'm open and available for people who have questions, whether we do it on the live stream or whether we do it um, in the uh, uh, Discord. Here's a good question from Jay Phoenix. What is the difference between a demon and a daemon, in your opinion? I think the word comes from the same place, for sure. The word demon and daemon, I, I think it's, it comes from the, the same place. Um, the more we get into it, there's differences there. So like a demon could be an angel in disguise, in the skies, right? A demon can be an angel. 
simply meaning, what is an angel? An angel is a messenger. An angel is a messenger. And what I teach in my book is that these demons in, in many, many times are messengers. Satan was a messenger. Um, and a lot of them, by default, they're designed for this message. You got a message in you. You're a messenger. There's a message that you carry and that people read. And when people dialogue with you, you, you communicate that message. And, um, and demons have uh, messages that they carry. And many times it's uh, whether we, we, we associate them with negative things or sin. Sin is, is a big one, right? Or righteousness, that the angels would be associated with righteousness. Um, but you have to kind of go through the darkness. You got to deal with your demons. There are demons assigned to you that have messages for you. Um, a lot of them, you can look at it like they're just waiting for you to fall. Some people would say they're trying to get you to fall. They're trying to uh, coax you to sin, coerce you to sin, to fall into uh, debauchery, to fall into doubt, self-pity, worthlessness, denial, hatred, envy, bitterness. And once you submit to that, it becomes your ruler. Jesus says, whatever you submit to, whatever you listen to, you become a, a servant of that. And so the, the demons, they, uh, when you submit to them, um, they become your master. But they have a message. You ever have those teachers in school that you don't like? You got to learn, though. You still have to learn. They may be mean. Listen, I had a, I had a teacher um, who was a, <laughs> like a former Navy SEAL who's seen war. And, uh, and this guy was mean, bro. I mean, he, this dude told me he wanted to kill me and I believed him in school. I believed him. He wanted to kill me. And he was like, he get irate. He was a teacher, man. Nonetheless, he was a teacher. And so these demons are teachers. And, uh, and I, I signed up for his class, you know, I wanted to take art. He was an art teacher. Yeah. A smashed phone, a cracked tablet, a new battery. At Pair Mobile, we've been the leader in repairs and replacements for 10 years. And now we're celebrating our 10th birthday with a 10% discount. At Pair, we only use high-quality parts fitted by trained technicians and all screen repairs come with a 12-month warranty. So visit PairMobile.ie and enter Birthday 10 for a 10% discount. Also available in-store. In a year where everything seemed different, one thing stays the same. Virgin Media Red Friday is back. We're bringing you awesome offers and unbelievable gifts, too. From the 12th to the 30th of November, bring on amazing. See virginmedia.ie. Also was the in-school suspension teacher. Um, and I signed up for his class. Hey, thank you guys for all the donations. You guys are trying to outdo each other. Thank you all. Uh, Benjamin says he gave his last dollar. Bro, thank you, man. It'll be returned unto you, man. If you need anything, let me know. Thank you, uh, Lo, for your donation as well. But the demons are teachers. It's, 
it really goes against what we've been taught in church because we think that every anything that is bad is is or demonic is um is is evil or or not for us but they're used for a greater good what the enemy meant for your harm god will in turn use for your good that's a universal truth if you believe it um so going through dealing with demons demons i know we're talking about demons and demons right the difference um, again, we're just getting back to messengers. They carry a message. Um, whether it's, uh, how, it's how you respond of how you open up your life uh, to receive those messages. You got to learn. There's ways to learn. There's like, hey, if you do this, this demon will be uh, will have access to you, legal rights to you. If you get un- start smoking crack, you may form a crack addiction and there's certain demons that are associated with that. There's certain voices that will teachers that come through and teach you how to rob, steal, kill, destroy, um, rip people off. You know, there's certain, um, essences, which is what a spirit is. A spirit is an essence, a demon of, we look at them embodied as a, as an entity with its own mind, will, and emotions, those kind of things, a disembodied spirit, if you will. Um, but it's an essence to coerce you to feel like he's feeling, to do the things that he has in mind, to teach you. Um, and they try to, to tempt you, corrupt you. And I, I don't want to get these because I'm kind of blurring the lines here with uh, demons and then disembodied evil spirits or unclean spirits. So there is a difference there. And I'm kind of I try to go into difference into the book. And um, but they're similar. Because we're talking about the, the lower level stuff, right? Dealing with the lower level stuff, um, negative stuff, uh, demonic stuff. Not everybody learns the lesson. A lot of people die in crack addiction. A lot of people die with drug deals gone bad. I've lost some good friends to uh, opiate addiction. Um, I've lost friends who uh, who got paid on their birthday. Their, their parents gave them 40 bucks on their birthday. They woke up and went to the hood to buy some crack and were murdered on their birthday, trying to buy some crack for their birthday. And uh, some people don't learn, man. And some people die in it. Not everybody makes it out. Consider yourself lucky, man, if you've learned um, the lessons going through that stuff and dealing with these type of lower level entities, these demons. Um, but it, But a demon, again, I think that going back to like, I think it was Socrates, who and I, I talk about it in the book. Um, there's a whole, there's I say a good chapter, but there's a, a couple paragraphs about it. Um, but Socrates, I believe it was, had a demon that spoke to him. And um, and if you watch, what was the name of that uh, that spinoff of um, it was like a, it was almost like a spinoff of Lion Witch in a Wardrobe, but uh. But there were demons in there, demons with or daemons, D-A-E-M-O-N-S, that were like spirit animals or familiars that would teach them and, and bring um, uh, bring information to them. So Socrates claimed to have a demon, um, whether it's like people would, will embody them as ETs or off-world entities or angels or, or whatever. They're getting messages and receiving it from another source in the spirit world. Some of those were embodied as demons or animals, spirit animals or familiar spirits. Even the Bible talks a lot about that. 
but um the daemons were uh they weren't good or bad and a lot of times there's like they in the inner dialogue that people would uh would have they would attribute it to another entity a demon or a daemon um so that's would be the difference between uh a demon which we would say is just an unclean spirit and a daemon which was some type of entity that's having a conversation with you outside of yourself that is assigned to you a guardian angel some would call it right which was the the philosophy of a of of a daemon um so uh but they all have messages they all have lessons even the lower level unclean spirits have messages and they get access to you if you dance with them if you do the kind of things that that they have privy to there's a level of vibration that that they can only resonate at there's layers they only deal with base they only deal with crack addiction there's certain spirits that are only that that only uh get access to you through crack addiction some of them um through heroin addiction there's only certain spirits there's only some that you can interact through that um but they have a lesson they have a mess they're angels and so i'm thankful that i went through those lessons and i made it out again not everybody makes it out not everybody makes it out that's the crazy thing so i'm thankful that i made it out i'm thankful that i went through it but i'm thankful to the most high who is the author and finisher of your of your curriculum Let's say that God is the author and finisher of your curriculum is he's writing your story. And so once you get with the author and finisher, the creator and the destroyer, he's all of it. Once you get with him, then you can understand where all this is coming from and the song and dance. So, um, I hope that helps a little bit, right? I mean, there's, these are, books and books and books of of information on this stuff there's there is a difference between um a demon and a daemon um but i think the majority of us would would call demons unclean spirits or going back to genesis 6 and enoch the um spirits of the uh, of the nephilim that died and can't go back to heaven they were on earth <laughs> i know it's a whole i go into it in the book i try my best to really uh build a grid for how these different spirits are and how they interact with with humanity my personal experiences with them and um some scriptural references to a lot of these things as well jay phoenix says some people believe every plant has a spirit so that could be said for alcohol that causes yep alcohol and drugs that cause are plant-based anyways yeah i mean what does the word alcohol mean like what do we we call it they say they say that the word alcohol comes from a um arabic term akul which is uh, a demon and uh in in that from that culture akul um for alcohol and we also refer to it as wine and spirits you become you you become possessed by the spirits uh when you drink alcohol and so most most um most um 
cultures believe that it, may, it leaves you more susceptible to demonic possession when you're under the influence of strong drink or strong drugs, especially concoctions that are man-made through, through pharmacia, through the mixing of, of metals and plants and chemicals out of the bathtub and just all this weird. That's why you, you won't hear me vouch for acid or anything like that. Anything man-made, we have a, a good uh, a way to mess things up. Now, going to the plant, the plant kingdom, and the things that God has organically put here for us, that's different. Those are medicines. And even with the pharmaceutical companies, those are uh, um, derivatives of plant medicines. They take it. They take roots. They take all of these different things that naturally occur. They ban it. They make it a Schedule 1. They make it if you find it in its purest form, you get in trouble. You have to come and get the derivative that they have created so they can get you addicted, so they can prescribe it and you can make met, uh, get you addicted to it, get you medicated. So most of that stuff, again, comes from the plant world and the plant kingdom. Um, and and it, it is medicine. It is God's medicine that he has put here for us, for the human body. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. There are certain mushrooms that you can go and, and pick up that, that cleanse your body. Uh, shiitake mushrooms there's there's so much um magic mushrooms or whatever they they when you take them your body processes them in a certain way and the author and finisher of everything makes it to where you you respond that way the same thing on the negative side if you eat processed and so much man-made foods and and junk food your body processes it in a certain type of way or doesn't process it um there's no nutritional value in it you see what i'm saying there's like the, the creator understands that we, we are going to process this stuff in a certain type of way and getting tying in the, the food to the um, the medicine as well. It is a derivative of something that is not natural. There's natural stuff for you. That is amazing. Amazing. Um, y- your body is longing for it um, with the food and with the medicine, as far as we would say the spirits behind it and, connecting with that. And we've done many shows on that. And I would definitely tell you to, to go back and, and listen to some of the experts who, uh, I'm just reiterating a lot of stuff that they've, they've taught. And then I've kind of learned through my own personal experiences, but there's some people that this is their message. Again, you are an angel with a message and it comes out of you. This is what your life's work. And so I've interviewed some people who, uh, that's their message to, uh, to understand the plant kingdom. And they've given their life to it and they have PhDs and they're doctors in this and uh, they can teach you some really far out cool stuff. And we, we just have pieces of it through aromatherapy, through um, color uh, healing, through smells that make you feel good. I mean, I even use a lot of like anointing oils and stuff, which is frankincense and myrrh and um, the healing properties that this has. And even when I smell it, it brings me back. And the smell is associated with for me at power and authority and it's time to get to, to business. Like when I use this, it's like, okay, it's time to go to work. We're finna cast out some demons. You know what I'm saying? So it, there's a, there's a familiarization with it. When I smell it, it, for me, it does something to me that I've given it, but it also has its natural, uh, healing and medicinal properties with it. Lavender, chamomile tea, like drinking this stuff, smoking this stuff. People are talking about marijuana here in chat. Um, so yeah, get with nature, man. Nature's medicine for sure. Drink tea, get get some good tea, chamomile tea, pennyroyal tea. 
Good stuff. I seen somebody mention uh, Midnight Gospel in chat. I've been watching it. Uh, amazing, amazing show. Just the whole psychedelic experience that the Midnight Gospel is and uh, the mind of Duncan Trussell. You know, it's uh, just the way that they did that. It's so cool because we've seen like um, Joe Rogan and maybe like Theo Vaughn and those guys like um, have an animator animate a segment from their podcast and they show a little story. Like if somebody's telling a story, they'll like do an animation of the story. But this takes it a step further because they're tying some other far out story into snippets from Duck and Trussell's podcast. They're tying a weird story into what he's talking about, which is amazing. But then there's extra voiceover from Duncan Trussell and the guest. Like they get the guest to come back in there and do extra voiceover narrative. And it flows seamlessly throughout the episode. So there's like a five minute excerpt from the podcast. And then the next three minutes are extra. But they've done a way of uh, a good job at uh, uh, matching the voices to make it seem like it was like with the inflection of the voice to make it seem like it was filmed together, which it could have been probably after the podcast, but I feel like it's something new. It's supposedly it's taken him a long time, like seven years to even work on that stuff. But if you haven't seen midnight gospel, it is a, a mind trip. It is a, but it's deep. There's some really deep philosophical truths that are communicated uh, to it and through it. So Duncan Trussell, his mind is amazing. So check it out. It's on Netflix. So you haven't had a chance to see it yet. It's good. Wow. Um, I got to go. I'm hungry. I'm getting hangry. <laughs> haven't ate anything today. True legend says try ayahuasca tea. There you go. Mushroom tea. Psilocybin's where I've been vibing inside to a closed out visual. If you want to support, man, go to my Patreon. Um, got music there. 200 plus songs. My book is available for those of you who haven't got it. Shout out to Ren, my friend Renita. She's in chat. She she purchased a copy this morning. Thank you for that. And then um, <clears throat> the brother uh, Ben in Australia, he said his copy got there last night. So uh, make sure you get a copy if you haven't yet. Getting really good reviews. Make sure you leave a review too. If you purchased a copy and didn't review, go to Amazon and just say, hey, really cool book. Give it a five star. It really helps the ratings and pushes you like up the rankings so that new people can see the work. Like because people are reviewing and buying it on Amazon, it's pushing me up the ratings and so new people are finding it. It's like it's recommending it alongside other books and stuff too. So it goes a long way. Uh that's why I say that's the best place to, to buy it is Amazon because of that. Um Christina Kramer says pair character stre stretching his arm forward raising his thumbs up with a donation thank you my friend means the world uh jay phoenix says do you do video consultations i do i do i do a uh offer free 15 minute uh, consultations to see if it's something that you want to do and to see if it's something that i can possibly help with but um yeah I, on my website trueseeker.com you can book a free 15 minute call with me and um, but it, it's for those who are interested in doing it, a paid session with me, um, paid hour consultation. Um, so, uh, yep, I do that. And it's, it's another way that you can support and help you work through some of the stuff that you're uh, trying to get through and 
uh, where you need to go in life. And um, I'm working on a course right now, man. It's really taking up, uh, taking up a lot of time because it's so much pouring out. But I'm working on a, a master course called The Path of the Healer. And uh, to work through a do, doing your own inner healing, as well as um, how to start doing counseling and consultations and, and uh, things like that yourself. Uh, because I found that the, the majority of people who come to me are already empathic. They're already healers. You know what I'm saying? But they don't know where to begin. They want some some clarity on that. So, And I've been helping people, but this is going to be more of a, a longer, it's going to be an eight-week course that we're going to go through together and um, working on it and uh, excited about it. And I wanted to make sure that I want to make sure that it's going to be able to pro- uh, uh, propel you into that. If that sounds interesting and, and you're interested in that, make sure you sign up for my email list at truthseeker.com. You'll be the first to be notified working on that. And it's going to, it's more than just a course. It's a course, but we're going through it together an eight week course. So uh, excited about it. A lot of work, man. This is new territory for me as well. Um, Chris Garner says, it's truth seeking. We are meant to debate friendly. I see y'all debating in chat. Do your thing. Um, hey, y'all. I love y'all. Again, truthseeker.com. Check me out. Love y'all. Peace and shalom. We'll do it again very soon. If I can find my outro. There it is. Yo, episode folks to hear more episodes of the truth seeker podcast head over to truthseeker.com and if you're wanting to support the show and get rewards go to our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash truth seeker from working from home lunches to meltdown midweek dinners this year our local takeaways have been there for us now you can be there for them The Just Eat National Takeaway Awards are back to support restaurants when they need it most. Nominate your favourite local restaurant and you could win free takeaway for a year on Just Eat. TNC Supply. See nationaltakeawayawards.justeat.ie for details. At Toyota, we set our sights on creating a car that looks good, feels good, but does even more good. One that feels even more exciting, even more energetic, even more electric, without ever needing to be plugged in. Challenge accepted. The all-new self-charging hybrid electric Yaris. Contact your dealer today about flexible payment options and see just how affordable the new Yaris is. Toyota. Built for a better world.